Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt, and I hope I'm coming in in both ears. I'm coming everywhere. I'm Eastside. Yowie, wowie, that did sound sexual. <laughs> I'm Matt, I hope I'm coming in your ears. <laughs> uh, and I'm Jenna. Zach isn't here because he's got a job. He's a fucking corporate stooge now. Uh, so he couldn't make it. Yeah, I get paid to do this. <laughs> God, I Wait, wish. you get paid? I mean, Matt, I get paid. You not to oh, shit, I'm sorry. I get paid in experience and friendship. <laughs> I don't even get that. <laughs> wow, fuck you. Who's still trying to fight me outside? <laughs> no. We were I don't... friends before this, and now he's trying to kill me. I only try to fight the skinny one in Los Ringo Bernables. Uh, Hanson Soda Can. Hanson Soda Can, I'm coming for you. Man, I should learn their real names. I know Bryson. Knox gods. Bryson and I became friends this week. Wait, how many Just people talking? are on that podcast? There's three. four? Three. Four? Okay. I listened to it once. <laughs> so, like, I did my wrap-up thing for Spotify, and, like, they were only on Spotify, and it's like, you listen to one podcast, and it was those ring over Nuggets for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You guys got eight minutes of me. I yeah. do listen to a lot of podcasts, so... And, like, the New Day has one, and I have to listen to them over you. Yo, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, it I haven't listened good. to it. It's, I, I hear they go deep. Yeah. They they, they, go, they pull back the curtain. They they just explain their origin, essentially. They go beyond the mat? Yeah. It was it was nice. It was nice to listen to. Um, listen, go ahead. Oh, no, you can keep talking. Say, okay. It wasn't, like, beyond the mat because, like, nobody was high on drugs. Yeah. He's gonna puke! Uh, speaking of high on drugs, I've been watching the Teddy Hart Maria Manic oh, YouTube channel. Wow. So if you ever just want to hear Teddy Hart shooting promos for 40 minutes straight. I do uh, want to hear <laughs> Daily. Like there's daily, daily they videos. Up, they upload like four videos a day. And one of the one of the videos is called Fuck You Schlack. The other <laughs> one's uh, calling out Teddy's ex-girlfriend. Like they just have wild fucking names. <laughs> How many cats are in it? Oh my God. So he has a disco ball in the back of his car that he leaves on for the cats. <laughs> but like in his car yeah it's he, a maserati yeah he has like this maserati and he has his two cats back there and he tells this story he's like he's like one time he was like i had to give i forgot who he said he said it was ray mysterio jr and i can't remember who the other person was but he's like i had to give him a ride home and he's like their luggage took up the back seat so they had to sit between my litter box <laughs> and he's like they were pissed i bet yeah he's like i'm a fucking living legend yeah i, I sit next to this cat shit uh, i have to remember who the other person was but it's funny Jenna, you were just in sh- Chicago. Chicago, yeah. Yeah, did you? There was a bunch of wrestling that happened in Chicago. Yeah. Did you get to see any of it? I didn't, unfortunately. Um, I didn't rent a car this time, so like my mom kind of just picked me up from the airport and stuff. But yeah. next week we are going to Warrior Wrestling, so we're gonna, me and Isai are going to see Minoru Suzuki, oh, uh, fuck yeah. Russell, uh, Tom Lawler, and then El Fantasmo is going to be on it. Rocky Romero, Lance Archer, um, or lotion spray. Yeah, Will Ospreay, I forgot, because he blocked me on Twitter. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and then Kurt Angle's going to be there, but I think he's just cutting a promo. Like, he's not wrestling. But hey, that's cool, though. It's a really, really stacked card, so I'm really excited. That'll oh, be yeah. sick. Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. one shoot. Ricochet kept saying his name like that, and it really bugged me. <laughs> just one. Like, that's really random. He was like, yeah, it's like when you have a match like with me and uh, Will Ospreay. I'm like, Ricochet, stop it. You're Rick. from fucking <laughs> Rick. From Paducah, you're Kentucky. from Paducah, Rick. <laughs> From Paducah. Um, before we get into the show, um, it's plug time. 
uh, buy a shirt, go to bit.ly slash merchboys, bit.ly slash Boys trunk for Russell Boys 316 shirt, and then I will get it out of my trunk and hand deliver it to you, or mail it to your preferred address. Nope, Derek will drive cross country wherever you are. <laughs> if you Borg, are... order a shirt, and he will drive. <laughs> no. He has a new car. <laughs> he does have a new car. If you're local... I'll hand deliver. Wow, locals only. Unless you'll be at Warrior Wrestling next week, then we can uh, bring you a shirt. <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> oh, that's true. We'll, we'll network. You gotta waste some luggage room with that. <laughs> I don't have too much stuff. I got a big old suitcase. Yeah, and I don't. <laughs> I don't have things. <laughs> uh, folks on the internet, genuine Russell Boys on Instagram, bit Y. Whoops, Russell Boys Cast on Twitter, bit.ly slash review boys. Leave us a review. I haven't checked those in a while. Rate, review, subscribe. Also, go to bit.ly slash suck your own. Listen to a fucking book. Don't be such a fucking mark. Yeah, what are you doing right now? Not, I mean, what, you're listening to this? That's great. Yeah, yeah. then after us, get some education after we fucking destroy yeah, your what, brain you, cells. You're just going to sit in silence for the rest of your life until the next episode comes out? No, get a fucking book. Listen to Bret Hart talk about Bret Hart. Yes, please always do that you know i was the best we, we that's what we've been told and that's what i talk about in my book about me being good sick a bit that ly slash suck your own also uh stitcher i think it's uh stitcher premium if you enter in code let's say it's like russell boys probably it might be in one of the episode descriptions yeah i don't remember zach don't zach's the one that does that zach, zach we need you it's a runaway train oh no also, if you would be so inclined, also check out my other podcast, yeah. Good Match Show. We talk about good matches on that show. <laughs> and you can check out my show called Good Match Show, where I just talk about Matt. Aw. <laughs> the Good Match Show. I just have all of Matt's friends on. We just talk about how, how great <laughs> Just Cody <Matt> Chavez. <laughs> Jesus. I, I'm curious what that guy would have to say about me right now. <laughs> he was great until, and then all of a sudden, just some racial slurs. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, maybe. Back to Stitcher. Stitcher.com slash premium and enter in the code Genuine WrestleBoys. Oh. Ah, yeah. Get yourself some premium. 30 days of premium content. Yeah. Subscribe to our premium Snapchat. Mm, that's where yeah. I show off all my fucking nipples. <laughs> How many do you have? <laughs> Tune into fucking Stitcher Premium to find out. <laughs> also, just to let you know, we're setting the mood here. Find us on OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Yeah, that's where I show all my feet pics. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Yeah, you should try it. See if you get any money. Yeah. Check us out on Cameo. Um, yeah, we're going to be up for getting, $2. I was thinking of, yeah, dude, seriously. <laughs> I was thinking about, I, I bet it'd be pretty easy to get into like the, like, like Husky Boy, um, like <laughs> fetish stuff. Like bear. Yeah. I think about that every single day. I could do it. And then like, I'm good at, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll talk about it later, but I think <laughs> I, I think I could do it. I, I believe in you. Thank we you. have a couple different levels here that we could do. We could really just take off on this. Yeah. Oh man. Oh wow. Premium. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> We're in the wrong medium. Yeah, we, we are. are. Uh, let's sh- talk about. Gonna show that beetle. <laughs> <laughs> well, the price. You know, everyone's got a price. Yeah. <laughs> money, 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 money. Yeah, I'm the Ted DiBiase of showing my butthole. <laughs> I'm the Ted DiBiase Jr. of showing my butthole. <laughs> a lot of potential to just fell off. <laughs> I'm the Dale Aaron Earnhardt Jr. Jr. of um, nothing. Hey, raise hail, praise Dale. Am I right? <laughs> what is happening? Um, I can't hear myself very well, so that's what's it's happening. It's interesting. Also, hey, take a can off. Yeah. Well, then you won't hear Matt. Well, actually, you still hear him. No, I'll speak I, loudly. I, I'm doing this. Okay, that works. Um, what? 
What what's going on with the shows? Like what what happened? Anything cool happened this last uh, week in wrestling? Yeah, SmackDown. What happened on SmackDown? By the time we record this, I don't remember anything. I really don't. I don't. Uh, that's another little piece of housekeeping news. Is I don't know if it's going to affect shit for anyone listening, but we might start recording on a day where wrestling is easier to remember. Who knows? Wednesdays won't be easier to remember, and that's what's most important. Yeah, that's true. I, I feel like I remember Wednesdays pretty well. All right, what happened on Monday? Monday was like Raw. Actually, oh, I actually liked Raw this Monday. Oh, there. So did I? Only heard like I only saw the clickbait headlines. And Daniel Bryan like got his hair cut by Bray Wyatt. Oh, did he do a Firefly Funhouse with a new character? He has a new, that was it, on SmackDown, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't remember. Okay, I so he was. It no, was did I watch did, it? You so weren't even home. He had promised a new character, and everyone's oh. like, "What is it?" And then he pulls Daniel Bryan. I mean, it all is like a mystery. And at the end, he pops up through the bottom of the ring, pulls Daniel Bryan under, and then you just start seeing him pull up clumps of hair, alluding to that this is maybe the new character he's talking oh. about. Is what I read into it. I saw something saying it was Liv Morgan, and I was that like, was "What's being happening?" Rumored because like she was posting like cryptic stuff all week or something. Okay, yeah, Liv vibes. <laughs> this is why I don't read those clickbait links that I see. I just read the that taglines. I'm like, huh. I'm like I'm someone. Like, someone will explain this to me. Yeah, um, yeah. Raw. Seth tried to backtrack on his right, mean thing. and then Kevin's got to say bullshit. Yeah, hell I bet, yeah. I bet Chuck Taylor's pissed because he all can't his say, friends can swear. Everybody can swear but him, and like it's PG. The day he says shit is gonna be the biggest pop he'll he ever got in his <laughs> life. It's gonna be so great. I like that they didn't make Kevin look stupid though. No, yeah, yeah, because they can make like a stupid baby face. Like he teams them, then they jump. I was like, no, I see what's going. Yeah, he's like, I see what's going on here. I'm the king of doing. Why would I fucking do this? I would do the same thing to you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, Way to make your baby face look like not like a fucking idiot. Bobby Lashley and Lana got arrested. Oh Oh, my. Okay, so for doing nothing, and Vince loved it. It's for assaulting an officer. He didn't assault an officer. (laughs) He he shoulder checked him. That was they never mentioned that he shoulder checked him. And um, their racial profiling, and like, well, fucking uh, Jr. on commentary was like, it was so obvious. Jr. Jr. the King, whatever. They're the same old. They're the they're, same old. They're pretty much the, yeah. old and thirsty. Yeah. Oh yeah, old horny men. Um, but no, King was talking about like, oh yeah, Lana is being escorted by these two men with military service, and it's like, okay, cool. So we're gonna see what happens here. It's like. Uh, it was dumb, but I love the unbelievable moment though, where the cops like, "I've been watching. I'm a fan, and what you guys are doing is wrong. And this is Tennessee, and we do things different." Oh, so instead what? of Chris arresting Todd Crisley, yes, instead of arresting, <laughs> I'm forty and hot. They go for Bobby Lashley, and Rusev gets away with breaking his and, restraining order for yeah. like the third week in a row. Seriously. And they keep calling him Bad Boy Rusev. Yeah, Sick. nice. Sorry, I, Joey. I want to see the bad. He's boy He's trying match. to trademark his name now. Yeah, he even tweeted at Rusev. He's like, he's like, I beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, why be bad when you could be super bad, Rusev? <laughs> um, yeah, and Authors of Pain were cool, right? Yeah, I really like their new look. Me too. Everything about their new business is awesome. They're frightening and they're like in suits. Yeah, like that one guy's new haircut. I don't know which one is which, but... I think that's Occam. Yeah. I can kind of tell them apart now. Because they have different hair. hair, Yeah. It's just because like now just like we kind of know them as Mm -hmm. different hair instead of having like the same haircut and like wearing like the... Same outfit. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that they're 
going into like that they are um they're foreign but like it's not like they're dumb foreigners mm-hmm. like they're in suits and they're just badasses and they're trying to yeah beat they're some super fucking cool. people up and so i like getting away from like the tropes of like stereotypical gimmicks you know mm-hmm. shit like that um fucking charlotte against the kabuki wars was cool that match lasted forever but like they did a great job it was a really good match for like what it was yeah, I felt like they did a pretty good job of like not geeking out the Kabuki Warriors by making like Charlotte overpower them, mm-hmm. but like they, they, they didn't geek out Charlotte because like yeah. what she was doing is like she would get I get the upper hand on one, but then obviously the numbers game would come in, they'd get her. And when I say they, I mean the the three women in that match because like it very talented and clearly it's like okay. Awesome. They are professionals and they know what they're doing. Yeah. Because it could have been so I was really worried when I saw that that was going to be a match. I was like, "Oh, don't like have like Charlotte overpower both of them or I don't know." I was just like, "Well, you'd think too cuz Asuka's gotten wins over her twice now." Yeah. That like this was going to be the time and that's why I told Isai I'm like, "Oh, I hope they don't lose cuz it's going to make them look like huge geeks." But I like that they had Kyrie pin her because Kyrie's kind of Hell been yeah. the one who's been eating the pins. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it makes sense cuz she's the smaller one and Asuka has like the legend of Asuka. Yeah, she has way more like name recognition. Yeah. And so Did it's she get green faced? No. no. Oh. So Asuka was in like they had a three um a two on one match. Um during the whole match, Charlotte, you know, was would get like good comebacks, but then like get shut down. They'd cut her off. Well then finally she hits a really big comeback. She's like she shit canned one of them, beating the shit out of the other one. Um Asuka is in there, gets a blind tag, Kyrie gets a blind tag, and then um Asuka's in the figure eight. But it's the wrong person because she made that blind tag. Kyrie's on the fucking top rope. She bridges into the figure eight, hits the insane elbow one, two, three. It's a really cool spot. It's really well done. The announcers did a good job of um so like, oh no, I don't think she saw the tag. She doesn't know that Kyrie's the illegal person in the match. Boom, elbow drop one, two, three. It's good psychology. Made Charlotte look really strong. Didn't make the Kabuki Warriors look weak because they just kept going and going. They couldn't, you know, be put away. And it was a good job. Also, go ahead. I was just going to say, I really like whoever's been producing the women's matches because their finishes have been awesome. Yeah, they've yeah. been fucking great. It mm-hmm. just, like, they've done a good job at not making anyone look dumb. Yeah, and, that, and that's, like, the biggest thing, especially with the baby faces in WWE. Sometimes they make them look real stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they have one template for a baby face, and it's so, and like, it's, cringy. It's, it's Daniel Bryan, but he was the... <laughs> No, it's the exception. Yeah, he's yeah. the exception, not the rule. And so they're like, oh, we can just bury somebody yeah. for just months. And yeah. then they're going to get over because Daniel did it. <laughs> no. Daniel did it. Daniel did it. Danny, Danny did it. Um, also, let's talk about the commentary real quick. Samoa Joe is, is amazing. Fucking great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, so, it's, it's interesting because it's like, obviously, I want to see him back in ring, but I don't want to lose him at the booth. And Dio, Dio Madden is no longer a part of the, the whole shebang? He's not a part of it. Yeah, he wants to go back to actually wrestling. Retire Brock Lesnar, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I didn't hear any of it. Really good. Like, he's he's super eloquent in speaking. He's almost sometimes almost a face, but, like, kind of a heelish. It's like, there's some sinister undertones of what he's saying. Yeah. But it's, I think it's just because, like... He's like a real person, and so he's not playing a character. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. He sounds real when he's like, oh, man, he's catching some heat. Like, it's just like the way he, like, talks stuff just sounds like he's just like, oh, damn, shit, cool. It just sounds like somebody that it's a wrestling, like a wrestling insider, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, hey, I do this, and this is just me talking about this. This is Samoan Joseph. This is a uh, full name. <laughs> just being like, hey, 
This is cool, and this is what I do. Great character, great delivery. I love his voice for it. He looks fucking frightening still in a suit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that guy's just a frightening Oh, he wears man. a suit, not mm-hmm. a weird weird hat. <laughs> and a weird shirt. No hats and <laughs> he's shirts. He's going to a barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. Fuck yeah. But no, he's great on commentary. And having that third voice in there, so it's not just like... Um, Vic Joseph, who's good at what he does, he's way not annoying like fucking Michael Cole, but he has to play that role. He does mm-hmm. it well. Mm-hmm. And then you have fucking shitty King, so. Yeah. Who was supposed to be more temporary than he is, right? Yeah, but I think with Dio Madden leaving and now Samoa Joe, like, who's also temporary, they're probably just, like, waiting. Put fucking Tom Phillips back. Tom Phillips was fine. I think they yeah. just always like to have, like, one of their old school commentary guys on there for, like, credibility. I, like, in Vince's eyes. And I really question if if Jim Ross was not on Dynamite, if King would be sitting in the booth. If it's just, like, I, I just question if they would have made that same decision. I will say, I'm glad it's not David Otunga. You guys remember him? On SmackDown, it's it's hard to remember David Otunga when he's it's on like, the that. Booth. That was it, a super. Honestly, yeah. Booker T and the coach were the worst for me. Oh, the so, fucking coach, yeah. coach, coach. Oh, I could not handle him that. and Corey together. <laughs> they were not in the house. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, they were not. Um, well, what else happened? Um, oh, um, the fucking they tied everything together really well with oh the yeah. Drew McIntyre match. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Drew McIntyre is really fucking good. He like it felt like he really just got to like open up. Like he was just having fun, and he called out Randy Orton, and like Randy, you know, he was like, "Yeah, you, you don't know. disrespect me. You <laughs> listen when I'm talking to you, boy. Like, You're oh, the fuck. past, and I'm the future. Yeah. No more RKO out of nowhere. Now it's the Claymore out of nowhere. That's what it is now, Legend Killer. <laughs> <laughs> Randy out, Drew in." Get out of my swamp. <laughs> oh, <oops>. Wrong guy. <laughs> uh, looks like this doesn't involve me. I'll go. <laughs> I love that. This seems like a YouTube kind of thing. So uh, see ya. <laughs> see you later. Get in my belly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> like this is, a, this is devolving into fat bastard. <laughs> I don't remember eating corn. <laughs> I remember eating Claymore's. <laughs> But no, uh, so Drew had a match with Akira Tozawa, which was actually a good squash match because yeah. they gave Tozawa like a bit in there where like Drew was being like, I'm going to beat the fuck out of and you, he was being like cocky. He was like dropping down to his knees like, eh, now we're on the same level. <laughs> that was a weird one. That didn't sound Scottish at all. I love that all. that voice just sounds that like sounded Mike Irish. Myers, like various just, characters. Yeah. Mike Myers yeah. in general. Yeah, Mike Myers, fat bastard. There's Mike Myers, but like... Like in like the like italics like next to it like to show what it's gonna be like foreign accent. That's all it said. <laughs> yeah. Just general foreign accent. But no, like it was cool because then like Tazawa would get like got on him and then like out of nowhere he hits that fucking claymore and sold it really well. Oh, he flipped. And so it was just really cool because it's like, oh, like they didn't geek him out totally. Like, oh, this guy came up but then got hit. But yeah, no, that was cool. I like that they inter- like they did a good job of intertwining angles. Like, oh, this is happening here, and now we're gonna move to this. And, and then you had Humber- this. like Umberto come out, and like it all just sort of flowed really well. And then I was he just- had me, Ricochet. I'm a superhero. <laughs> yeah. 
superhero from Paducah. I'm a superhero from Paducah. That's where they produce the most quilts in the U.S. All I've ever wanted to do was prove that superheroes Superheroes are are real. (laughs) He said in an interview, he was like... fucking Gargano, you fucking cornball. He said in an an interview, he's like, that's my hardest thing I'm trying to get. He's like, I can always do it in the ring. He's like, I'm athletic. I can do everything I I want in the ring. He's like, it's just getting used to doing all the promos. (laughs) It's like, okay, cool. At least you're self-aware. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're trying to give him like... They're trying to give him stuff because they do this with everybody because Vince has to have something tangible, a gimmick, something to relate to the person or he's not going to do anything with them. Yeah. It's like with AJ Styles, he's like, he can only see him because he's the pit bull. He's small, but he's going to keep coming at you. Then he had those matches with Roman and then everything clicked with Vince. He's like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. And so they had to put this with Ricochet to be like, oh, I get it now. And I think... It'll be he'll be fine. He's he's a fantastic fucking wrestler. Yeah, and I've never so like I, I I'm not super familiar with any of his like indie stuff, but that is the one criticism for sure is like the promos and stuff where it, no, nothing that he's said so far feels like authentically coming from from Trev. And he didn't get a chance to work on it in NXT like like Johnny Gargano who yeah. was when he got his first promo he was fucking terrible, and now he's great. He's I'm Johnny though, Wrestling. Even though he does the same promo every You time are now. NXT. Yeah, right. I am NXT. I'm here for life. <laughs> I feel like Ricochet, though, like his promo work was never good. No, it's because yeah. he never had to do them, really. Yeah. Yeah. When you're on the indies and you do cool shit, no one cares about your promo. The, yeah. The, he didn't have to do like those like YouTube promos because he was just good. Mm-hmm. The only time I ever saw him cut a promo was at AEW when he was putting over uh, Desmond Xavier. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I see guys call him Ricochet Light. I'm like, damn. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. I can see Ricochet if he just like, almost like dial, like he, he does that thing where when he's talking, it's like a little too like energetic where it's like, honestly, I feel like if Ricochet had a little bit more of like a calm, cool sort of like, oh, I really got to watch this guy like vibe. I, I, I can see him delivering the same has, promos, but just dialed back a little he bit. He hasn't even been up for a year, so I feel like... Right, it's, it's coming. It's you coming. You gotta find your voice. Oh, you fine. absolutely do. I, I'm not worried and about it. And then you gotta find Johnny Wrestling! <laughs> like, I feel like, too... That's why you Gargano voice guys like it. Um, Just, like, he probably is, like, antsy trying to remember, like, his script. Because, like, essentially, like, right. that's what you're reading. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you're not trying to make it come off robotic. Like, you kind of have to look lively. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, extent. trying to be like, ah. Yeah. Then Umberto Carrillo, just real handsome. So handsome. He's just a he's a cute guy. Yeah, those dimples, dude, they're fucking deep. And I like that they're like pairing off like Rey Mysterio with the two young guys that are like you know the high flyers and stuff yeah. like that. So it's like gotta give him the rub, brother. And he's like, no, like he's like, no, the like it, this is my like, this is good for me because I want to be with the future right here. Mm-hmm. And Ray's like Ray's promo, like he gets to do everything that nobody else does. He gets to just look in the camera. He just like you could tell that this is his verbiage. Like he speaks in half Spanish. Yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, you're and he's the best fucking baby face. Oh, I he love is. it. Um, then they had that three the three dog night match for the the, the, the six men, and I thought it was really good. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, I love that on their promos. They're starting to they're getting their shit in of like being super funny and charismatic oh, they really guys. Are. And it, it comes across better when they're like the fucking like bad guys that are just like, <laughs> and they're calling them hot Carl on commentary. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, who, um, who was it that, that cost AJ the title, uh, to Ray Randall, Randall Keith. Oh, well, yeah. So AJ comes out and he's like all flustered. He just has the mic. Like, Randy. And then like puts the mic down. Cause he's too mad. To <laughs> <You're> 
And then, like, I love it because, like, even Big Joseph, like, they call their stupid fucking moves. Like, whenever Lou Gallows throws a super kick, he always says, oh, Siskiz! <laughs> like, they do the fucking brother gimmick, and it's the best. And you can tell they're having a blast yeah, now. Yeah. Like, they love it. Making a lot of money. If you ever go on Carl um, Anderson's Instagram, he's got all the pool, he's going <laughs> down the slide in the pool, baby. Every time, just <laughs> drinking a beer and sliding on his kids' toys into the pool. I love it. You see that one where he made his kid cry because he took that stuffed animal in there. <laughs> also, his kid has a phenomenal fucking spine buster, and his six-year-old took a great fucking yeah. bump. They're gonna like. They're going to be fucking wrestlers. I love when he posts that. He's like, I just walked in on my son giving my other son a spine buster. And he's like, it was a good spine buster, but uh, the six-year-old brother took a great flat back. <laughs> brother, brothered out fucking day off yeah. for hot Carl. Yeah, dude. His Chad like, Allegra. Yeah, seriously. Shout out to, to Carl Anderson's uh, uh, Instagram captions because they crack me up every time. Also, the, he has the best videos like when he sneaks up on his kids like when he gets yeah. home. He's like, hey, boys, you forget about me? And they're just like, daddy! And it's yeah. like, fucking swarm. I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's great. I do not remember anything that happened on SmackDown. I didn't watch SmackDown, that's fine. so I'm I, not helpful. We talked about Raw. SmackDown's we talked about over. Raw. It's I think a, I went and made steak with Murphy on Friday. Yeah, I, I was in Chicago. I didn't watch it. I didn't. I, I, I watched part of it, but I don't remember any of it. Well, for the sake of because my ass, for the sake of my ass, and we're running on a battery system. Uh. Should we pop on to that fucking Wednesday? Yeah, let's talk about. Ow. You guys want to? You guys want to go down a good road or a bad road? IW. Let's go down the honest road. Ooh, <laughs> a little honest tea. The high road, <laughs> yeah. If you will. Spill that honest tea. Let's drink a little yes. honest tea. Uh, All right, yeah. AEW. What the fuck? You're a multi-million dollar company. Why Billion. does your audio suck? Our what? audio's better than yours, you fucking cowards. I ho- hopefully on this episode. We'll see. Yeah, um, we'll see. But, <laughs> yeah. Maybe this We're talking all this shit. It's going to sound terrible. This is the wrong episode to say <laughs> that. If you're only like listening in one earphone, you can only hear me or Isai. <laughs> I hope it's like that. I hope we're paying. <laughs> yeah. I... If never better records in here, it's not like Oh, that. and like you could fix it in editing, but... Uh, Other eavesdrop... Fix podcast, it in post, brother. Better. Check we'll it fix out. Fix it in post. We'll brother it up. But uh, yeah, I don't know. AEW, I it is no, Matt. It's a glut. You take the lead on this it's one. It's a I'm a, maybe a glutton for punishment, but I love a good shitty production value. <laughs> it's the thing of like I just think it carries so much like charm. It's it's that thing that I know we've talked about before, where if you go and see a really polished band you're like oh cool that sounds like the record i like that but you go and see a band that's uh you know not as well produced and you're like oh like there's a little bit of charm to some of the sour notes or some of the shitty stuff i like that in my music i don't want that in my wrestling you're also yeah i mean it is two hours that you gotta sit through and store and storyline is important (laughs) but there's things i i prefer about aew in the sense of like the looseness, mm-hmm. it really feels like everyone who is out there gets a chance to get themselves over with on their own merit. But uh, but on the flip side, there's no one there really reeling it in like we've talked about, and it shows in some really important areas, like Cody this week. So buried his wife, he buried his wife, and <laughs> it was, was supposed really to be funny. kind of like a sinister gimmick. And like she's cutting off hair for some reason, cut, cutting off hair out there. He also has a slight lisp. Yeah, he, he has more than a slight lisp. But uh, I never notice it. That's I, 
awesome. I don't, I don't notice I, it a ton. I don't know. Maybe like now that you guys pointed out, like oh yeah, look, watch it, now because I I can like it's like where you I can, I can see, see it. You see his tongue like hanging in there when he's going his s's. And it, it's because it's like he doesn't have like a top lip. Yeah, and yeah. like and it's like this weird thing. You see his like tongue out a little bit too much. Like oh, there it is. Yeah, just look, just look for it. It doesn't take anything away. It may, he, okay, Max. He makes it sound yeah, <laughs> Maxwell. Um, Maxwell. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> like hey, he makes it work, he pulls it off. But like, um, uh, yeah. but like where it comes to that, where it's like Thon Spears, that that was supposed to, like the stuff with fucking with Brandy is supposed to have some element of like oh we're a dark faction, mm-hmm. uh, and the you know Cody fucking kind of buries it, <laughs> just cutting off hair for some fucking reason. <laughs> well, like he's really good at cutting a promo. Like he's good at the bones of a promo. His his promo that he did uh, was incredible. Was Ric Flair after Starcade? Like that was the 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 legit promo of like I'll give you this, I'll give you this. Ric Flair did that as, after Starcade '88. <sighs> oh, I thought you meant Starcade 2019. No, that was Bad Boy Rusev. <laughs> so he was <laughs> Ric Flair he being like, drunk. He <laughs> also like he said something about. Someone doing a shitty crossroads, and it's happening on two shows now. Because Damian Priest has a oh, not so okay. great fucking same move. Roll the dice. It's just like, yeah. like he's good at it. He's good at what he's doing. The content this week, except for the MJF stuff, was bad. I don't know. I told Isai. I feel like it was like which white dude's the feud. Oh, like when yeah. he's like, you can take my Louboutin shoes. That's, oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, I was just like, okay. I got $50,000 cash in a fucking briefcase. And he's randomly. like, I know you're not wearing a real Burberry scarf. I'm like, no one cares. I don't like, give a fuck. Watching yeah. This. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but like, that is his character. And it's like, when you say you're changing wrestling, do you mean you're reverting it back to the 80s? Because that, especially what you just said, he's doing Ric Flair's promo. Yeah. Be original. Yeah, your dad's a fucking legend and changed the business in a lot of ways when it came to promos and stuff. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass. One of the most famous promos of all time. The Hard Times, maybe. Hard Times! But, like... I've won with kings and queens. I've done my pork and beans. (laughs) Do something new. Do something new. Don't go back to the old. Give us what we fucking signed up for, goddammit! Yeah. To to be fair, though, I feel like... Cody stuff is the only thing that feels old school to me on the show. Where like I was talking to Eastside earlier, where like I said I feel like some of this stuff, like with their comedy and how they book, almost reminds me of like watching Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah. yeah, no, the rest of it is just re- a wrestling show, so, yeah, uh, with uh, less cohesion. Mm-hmm. Which is especially when you look across on Wednesday to the other channel. Like that show is so cohesive and intertwined. Oh, it's day and night. It is beat. You know, it's like and so like let's just kind of talk with like everything that happened on AEW. I mean, they kind of like they had some really high points. I mean, obviously you're gonna get the Bucks in a match with fucking LAX. Mm. It's gonna be great. I mean, they've made. I hate Sammy Guevara, but they made him into like a like a fucking geek. Yeah. Which is perfect because that's like great for his gimmick. He's like this shitty guy that loses all the time, and he's still just a shitty guy. He's <laughs> yeah. hanging, but he's yeah. hanging out with all like the, the cool kids. Cool yeah. guys. Yeah. Um. Um. So I mean, that's always going to be good. I, I'm enjoying. Dustin the- Rhodes should not be able to fucking move the way he does. <laughs> he really, he really is moving pretty fucking well for being in his fifties. Uh, I I like watching uh the Lucha Brothers in singles matches. Uh, Ray, Ray Phoenix is really good, Ray and Phoenix I really fun. I'm a big fan of Trent. I love Trent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ray Phoenix, I mean, the Lucha Brothers are great. 
They've become some of my favorite wrestlers. The booking of this whole feud is really weird to me. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of things kind of go off the rails for me is like the booking and like the like logistics of everything. So you had Trent beat Pentagon, and the best friends then beat the Lucha Bros, but then Ray Phoenix beats Trent. In my head, if you're booking this very logically, you have Trent beat Pentagon. But then Chuck Taylor lose to Phoenix to then build to the tag team match, where then you have best friends go over if that's what mm-hmm. you want to do, and then like that, that there's cohesion. It, it makes sense. It's like one guy beats one guy, one guy beats the other. All right, let's fucking t- team them up and see what happens. And boom, there we go. But it just seems like it's like they kind of just threw some shit together and we're like, eh, you guys are kind of feuding just with Trent, not Chuck or OC or anything. Yeah. So for a lot of these people, do they on AEW, you know, they're a lot of from the independent scene. Like I don't know if a lot of them are from other bigger shows, but are I mean, I'm sure probably a lot of them aren't also used to long-term cohesive storylines if they're going from promotion to promotion to promotion and it's more of just like making a presence in one night and then on to the next one. I wonder if there's a bit of a learning curve for these guys. Well, the thing about that but is... They, and A lot of them were from yeah. Ring of Honor, right? Or well, Lucha that's Underground. Not, that's why I'm not yeah. sure. Oh, Lucha Underground mm-hmm. for well, sure, like, yeah. yeah. Well, especially because you can attest to this. Places like AAW, which you, you Jenna, you've gone to a lot, mm-hmm. is like they'll have storylines, even though like, they run twice a month, there's storylines that they're doing. Yeah, so that's where I'm not. I'm like that's, or I don't know if like if that has a factor in it, or the fact that like Chuck's- Tony Khan and like or the people who are like, you know, producing like Billy Gunn or whatever don't have enough experience in keeping a whole show on the fucking. So, like the thing, especially with Chuck Taylor, I mean, he was in Chakara forever, right? And that's like a fucking comic book that Mike Quackenbush jizzes over, but you can't swear. <laughs> <laughs> don't you fucking swear in front of Mike Quackenbush? I didn't. I you- fucking I didn't. He won't book you anymore. Jesus. I didn't, I didn't do it. That's why Chuck wants to say shit so bad. <laughs> he just couldn't for 10 years. <laughs> Kevin Owens said, and, and then apparently Mike Quackenbush would just bury him. He said shit. Mm. Um, yeah, and then Cherico came out. And just did the and, lexicon of like champion or whatever? Well, okay, so... This is what's stupid about Jericho. He's saying the list for a reason. And then when he gets the pop for the list, he tells them to shut up and quit thinking about 2016. It's like, you're you're causing this. Yeah, that. so I, the way I I'm feel about... Yeah, no. tired of Jericho. The way I feel about that, too, is like, part of me is like, well, I think we almost have to have it where it's like, in the end of the day, what they need to do is is raise the energy of their fan base. And their fan base loves when Cody's like, oh, they're botching my move on two shows. Or, oh, Jericho's talking about things from when he was at the enemy. Which it's like, it's so corny and I don't like it. But I also do understand why they're doing it. Because that's the one thing that makes everyone go, yeah! Yeah, And like, that's, I guess, at the end of the day, what they're doing, what they need to get. That's what I was going to say. Like, as much as like... I th- I think for the most part, most of the shots they take are stupid. I did think the Britt Baker spot was funny. That was pretty fucking funny. Yeah, I, like he's, I was so like, dumb. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I <thought it> was, <laughs> he didn't like, I'm like, that was pretty funny. I thought it was but, funny too. Um, no, like the people like on Twitter who are just like, AEW can do no wrong, die hard. Like they love that stuff. Like the crowd eats but it But the up. thing is, is that the, the die hard crowd isn't what they're trying to get. They, they, they're going to have those people. Well, they've been catering to them yeah. their whole time they've been on TV. And look at like. Which is dumb. Well, no, I'm what, not saying it, it's smart, but like... But it is what brought him to the dance. I mean, it's like what they kind what of... What brought him to the dance was... Well, Tony Khan and... Yeah, <laughs> well, bo- sure. Sure. But being the elite was huge. I mean, like that... Which was an offshoot of... 
Me. Bullet, Bullet Club. Club. Me. Bullet Club. Yeah. No, but like, see, I I understand like the mindset of like the the fucking Brady's of the world. Like he likes when you see a, a little jab because like WWE in a lot of people's minds is the enemy. And to me, it's like if you're trying to pretend or not pretend, you're trying to say, "Hey, we're big league. We're the we're fucking better than them. We're gonna show it every every Wednesday. We're gonna show we are the best." They can't have Christopher Daniels fucking up moves. Oh, that's bad. He's usually really good. I know. But, that's why I didn't bury well, him too much. But like, it's like then they go out and take like these like dumb pot shots. And stuff like that, and like Chris Jericho calling him developmental. Well, like when they lose in the ratings a couple times to quote unquote developmental, that doesn't look good on them. Yeah. When like the demographics, as far as like the key demos, are neck and neck, and WWE beats them on like eighteen to thirty four now. NXT does. It's and like it starts looking bad on them because they're talking so much shit. And it's the week that they're running advertisements. It saying they're giving NXT, than NXT free press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like got- on their channel. <laughs> like, if anything, like if I didn't know about NXT and I was watching this, I'd be like, "What's NXT?" Like, it would spark my right. curiosity. But I don't. It's not that I think what they're doing is smart. It's yeah. just my big, my it biggest is logical. Yeah, my biggest criticism, and I, I told you this from the first episode where everyone was like, "That was great," and I'm like, "Eh," is that from day one they've been about their diehards because they didn't explain anything on their first mm-hmm. show. It was inside jokes from being the elite, and that was the one thing I said. Like, if I went into this like knowing nothing and watch this, like I wouldn't like the show because I'd be like, "Why is this person like this? What's that supposed to be? What yeah. the fuck are the librarians?" Can I like? watch being the elite, <laughs> yeah. and to me, it, it makes <laughs> me yeah. it makes me mad because I'm like, guys, explain everything that you do here on your show. Right? Do this on your fucking like, program, you, and you cannot, you cannot have a you cannot boast about having a super strong women's division when all we know of them is like kenny omega likes them right and a b- banker's a dentist. dentist and a dentist and, and concerned and, and her boyfriend's on nxt but that's the thing they <laughs> it's like they've given none of these women characters but it's like that's why on the first show like everyone's like oh nyla rose versus rio wasn't that good it's like it doesn't matter it wasn't a great match it was an easy story to get behind and it's just like that was like I feel like the most character work like any of the women have had. The oh, most character definitely. work that they've done was on NXT when they showed Concerned Bricks Baker. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's 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 like this is like another thing. It's like with their production, everything, everything like they ran angles in picture in picture. So like after Trent and uh, Ray Phoenix had the match, then fucking. Trent was pissed off and starts beating up Ray Phoenix. That was in picture in picture. See, when I see picture in picture, I don't watch it because it's too little. And then, like, Nyla Rose goes up and gets a table, beats up Rick Knox, beats up fucking Shanna, and, like, they... Put them both through tables. In picture in picture. She beat up both the librarians. And awesome awesome Kong shaved a, a rant. Oh, I know, I know that she's Melanie not Melanie Cruz, rant. she is a Chicago independent wrestler. But, but to, to uh, the... The viewer's lens of like, oh, this person in the audience is joining their scary faction. Oh, in picture in picture. Yeah, it's like quit running angles on picture in picture because like this is the stuff that is like gonna help. It's gonna help build your characters. Mm-hmm. Like Trent's pissed off. Why is he pissed off? Explain that. Having Excalibur and Jim Ross talking, even just like, oh man, he lost the match and he's frustrated, so he's going after him. And even his friends are like trying to calm him down. That adds a layer to the onion of Trent. And that was a big criticism of last week is when uh, the Butcher and the Blade came out. No one explained that. And the bunny. And I didn't remember that that was Alley Cat. I didn't remember that. Alley. Allie. Just, just Allie. Allie. Just Allie? Yeah. Okay. Allie Cat's a different one. Yeah. Okay. She's, but she's she, the one with Cherry MJF, Bomb, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Allie, yep. Allie got. Someone did something to Allie, right? Uh, 
They cut her hair. hair yeah, Kong yeah. cut her hair. And her then, extension. So she brought so she brought some some backup. No one fucking explained that. Well, too, like I guess what? like online, yeah. they explained MJF did a promo and it was him saying that he he hired them to beat up Cody. But then oh. they never even acknowledged that <laughs> on TV. You have to acknowledge that. They on never TV. acknowledged it on TV, but they never acknowledged that Kong cut Allie's hair. So it's like, why the fuck is Allie all of a sudden like this like sexy bunny? Like yeah, right. Yeah, it just like I was very confused. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, Andy from Every Time I Die. And yeah, the, that's like, why I was stuck. <laughs> I, I knew who it, one guy was. <laughs> yeah. and it's like I wouldn't mind the picture and picture as much as. Like, if when they came back to commercial, they showed a replay. Because it's like when the Nyla Rose stuff happened, they never showed it. They were just like, oh, Nyla Rose is suspended indefinitely because she put some people through table. Yeah, right. Like, that's what they said on yeah. commentary. Also, it's like, oh, Nyla Rose has been suspended for the rest of 2019. It's like, oh, because we've been seeing her every week <laughs> yeah. in such a prominent role. They could have not done anything and it would have been the same. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So, that, that like, that, that's my big criticisms right now is they're, exp- like, I know who Pepper Parks, Braxton Sutter, who's the the blade, and I know Andy Williams. I know they're a team. I know Allie does the fucking bunny gimmick, like with her and Rosemary. Yeah, Demon Bunny. Demon Bunny. I know that. Eric's the bunny. (laughs) Sounds scary. (laughs) Whoa! That's a very old callback. So I I know this stuff. (laughs) But I don't. You know what I mean? You guys are even in this shit, and like, how much have you seen of the Butcher and the Blade? Uh, I haven't. Like, I haven't seen a ton. Like, I, I know who Pepper Parks is because when I used to go to Shimmer and, like, Cherry Bomb would wrestle, I'd be like, oh, that's her husband. And, like, obviously the stuff from Impact with Chelsea Green. Yeah, Braxton Sutter. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I know this. You know a little bit just, like, from offhand and stuff. You guys watch every week. And, like, you guys don't necessarily know who these guys I are. I was so left being like, why would... oh, Andy from Every Time I Die. And I didn't even realize that was Allie at first until they said something. Well, and That's they... Allie, but she goes by the bunny. It's the bunny. Yeah. Like, well, okay. Okay. And they, it, I mean, it's the issue they had from Double or Nothing. Like, expecting people to know who the Super Smash, the Super Brothers, Smash Brothers were. Yeah, like yeah. Just me and Brie. And like, the one guy. Yeah. And, and the guy sitting next to like, me. even their diehard. <laughs> and me pretending diehard, to know who he was. <laughs> like, the diehard of the diehards knew, but that's it. Like, people who had PWG like DVDs from 2013. It's just it doesn't to me. It doesn't even make sense on paper where you're going to be like, oh, how are we going to build an audience? We'll make a show around our in jokes, yeah, and not explain them to anybody. Like I watch AEW for the people that I already like and the matches. Well, the other the wrestling. The other like confusing thing is it's like you essentially have three dark cults now. So are they intertwined? Seriously. Like, because like, like you have Nightmare Collective, which is Kong and Brandy. You have the Dark Order, and then you have the Butcher Blade and Bunny. So you it's just what? like... They should hire Vince as a contract writer one, for one <laughs> oh, day. Oh, wow. He would love that. <laughs> for one day. And you know how good AEW would be? I honestly, like, I'm at this... I'm at this Vince would po- put the librarians so over. fucking wild. <laughs> Wardlow would be champion. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Maybe it wouldn't be good. At least the spooky factions would be cool for a minute. Uh, yeah, I honestly think I would Who's like... Who's a blonde women's wrestler they have? Because they'd be champion too. Sadie Gibbs. He would see her because she's all tall and muscular. Yeah. Or yeah. a Statlander. Brand new. She's too weird. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's an by alien. Kurt, she's an alien. She was trained by Kurt Hawkins. It's <laughs> oh, too much. Um, and I feel like they're probably planting the seeds for it, but like in my head too, I'm like, well, just maybe I mean, just rip off New Japan and just do all factions. When, when did it start? When did it start? How long has it been on? Eleven weeks. Has it been eleven weeks? It, has already? it been eleven I've weeks? Given it, I want to say that somebody said they won like eleven weeks. It started in September, so yeah. I mean, 
Wow. It's yeah. fucking December. I've wow. given it I've given it eleven weeks. That's it's I'm done saying just wait. The I'm grace done. period window is closing fast. Well, like did you guys see that interview with Kenny Omega where he was asked about like the criticism of the women's division? Yeah, he basically said just wait until twenty twenty. <laughs> like that's was basically what he said. He's like, Well, we have some signings we haven't announced and we're gonna introduce a women's tag division, so just wait till twenty twenty. Build your women's division before you get a before fucking you put tag. It on fucking it's TV. like either that or just be like, Hey, like we don't wanna have a women's division until we feel like we have the right Yeah, he's just given the tools. fucking the Papa John's answer to just just, just wait. wait because the day of reckoning is coming. Yeah, it's like just stay tuned. <laughs> I ate I ate forty, I ate 40 packets of top ramen. Thirty days. That's a weeb thing, I guess. I don't know. It's like watching Woman of Honor, basically. Oof. Like Oof. No, that's how I feel watching it. No, uh, like what a. Ugh. Yeah. Because it's just like you know I, I don't know like. The Rio Emmy Sakura match, I think, was like the best women's match they had so far. Mm-hmm. I think the Chris Statlander match from last night was awesome, mm-hmm. and I think her and uh, Hikaru Shida are both really, really good wrestlers. Yeah, but like it's it's like they need to give these people background. Mm-hmm. Like, especially why should people need, care? Yeah, they need to make I care about women's wrestling. Yeah, make me care. Right. Yeah, because it does feel like on the backs of the diehards is like where we're supposed to be assuming like oh whatever they do like it's gonna get over because like over kenny likes i like yeah well and then too someone tweeted kenny or not kenny cody about it he's like they're like oh i hope we have like highlight videos on both of these women talking about the match from the other night and he's like uh they've both been on the show multiple times and hikira she does the number one contender i don't know how much more background you need that was his response oh my god and i was like how tone deaf can you be to something people are constantly <laughs> yeah fucking right critiquing you about like it pisses well, me off because even... it's just like i want their division to be so good mm. like i want like an alternative for like people who don't want to go to wwe but it's just like come the fuck on yeah, come the fuck on, watch NXT because it's good. Because like oh. Jen Sturger, who is uh, their backstage interviewer, somebody like commented something from her, and I saw this quote, and they're like, like I hope they start giving like the women like more like time and backstory. They're like, there was like three segments with women, and it's like, it's like I don't know what how much more you want. It's like, yo, like they like one of them was like two minutes long. Everything else was a picture in picture. Yeah, it's like if you're high fiving yourself for just having people on screen, it's like you're not gonna last long. Yeah, dude. yeah, especially because like we were talking downstairs before this, and I was saying like the Chris Statlander match when they did the picture in picture, she was doing all this really cool flippy shit, and I was just like, I'm really mad. This is in picture in picture, and it's like when they go back to it, like they don't show like. Hey, during the commercial break, here's like the highlights like WWE would do. Yeah. Like, they don't do anything do like that. Do you think maybe the wrestlers don't know when it's in picture in picture? No, because Because, like, you can tell in NXT that they know when they're in picture. They, they slow it down. The, the, refs, the refs tell them. Yeah, okay, the refs give them a cue. So, yeah, but maybe break. they don't do that in AEW. Which is stupid if they yeah. don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, and this is like just more nitpicking, but. I really am having a hard time with Jim Ross, who I fucking love. But there's the thing where it's like, Jr. Don't it's it sounds super racist when you have Jr. being like, "Oh, it's like one of the what what'd you call it? Tope corn, tope con? What you? I used to call it a suicide dive or whatever." It's like, let come on. Or how he keeps saying Oriental. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bit like like <laughs> he keeps referring to people as that. It's like stop, stop, stop. stop. But. <laughs> Because that's not the first time he said Cornette, that in commentary. He said it again last night. What's that? Tope Kono? No, he, so oh. he said that a few weeks ago, but he said it before on commentary yeah. for them. But so Cornette like, gets fired 
but I mean, Cornets was very Cornets yeah. was terrible. Yeah, Cornets was terrible. But I don't like, want to. I don't want to compare the racism of two old white guys. <laughs> but that's like, true. To compare the racism of yeah. two old white guys, yeah. Um, there needs to be somebody that tells Jim Ross because. In his head, that's what you would yeah, call like, wrestlers. This is the inclusive alternative yeah. to WWE. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Here's some good stuff. Let's talk about some good please, stuff. Please, yes. Um, Joey Janela versus Mox was cool. I loved it. I want to talk about Jericho. Him <laughs> reading the list was great. Like his, his delivery is very good. I mean, he's, like, whole, he's a funny guy. Him just like throwing Mox in every two seconds. Um, Luchasaurus. It was a callback to when he was doing his move list and kept uh, saying armbar. Bar, yeah. yeah. Uh, Luchasaurus uh, had a cool little part. I don't wrestle dinosaurs. Jungle Boy needs to learn how to speak or they should keep him silent. <laughs> Jungle like, Jack? I like the idea Jungle of him being Jack silent. Perry. Yeah, I like it better than him speaking because him speaking sounds like a child. Well, I mean, yeah, you think of Tarzan, he didn't know how to fucking speak. Yeah, but like... <laughs> Brendan Fraser can fucking talk. <laughs> that was George of the George. Jungle. Oh, Get that fuck. right. Um, it was just same was, guy. It was bad. Oh, shut the fuck up, um, same guy. Joey Janela's promo was great. Um, even though he didn't follow through in the match, but I don't even need a Joey Janela promo to be great though. I just need him to look hungover and like speak. Well, this time he like he tried to. It felt like a fully promo. It did. Yeah. It did. It also. Uh, it, it was super uh, on brand for like the hungover guy, but all I was so focused on for some reason was all the fingerprint smudges on his glasses. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I gotta give a fuck. I would have at least given it a shirt wipe. <laughs> one good shirt wipe? Just one good shirt wipe. <laughs> Him and Mox was very good. It was really good. So, like, the wrestling and stuff is good on that show, and we fucking nitpick it because. It's because we want it to be good. We want it to be great. Yeah. And um, also, it's just like so hard not to when they're just. Constantly taking shots and trying like, oh, look how much better right. we are. And it's like, then you flip over to NXT, which we can talk about now, is such a cohesive but, fucking but, well, show. Two, one more thing I want to say yeah. about AEW that I was talking to Isai about earlier is like how there's basically no DQs like in anything. Like they are so can, loose on those rules. People can do whatever, and it just like it. It, it kind of what we were saying earlier is like. If you're like a baby face and you're not fighting dirty at this point, you kind of just look like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Makes the ropes look stupid. Yeah. Or at least do a better job of having commentary sort of allude to why the rules are a little more loose. But like, even because... commentary is confused because yeah. the past few weeks they're like, wouldn't that be a DQ? And like nothing happens. Yeah. Like there's Jim some... Ross and Tony are just like. What? Yeah, there's yeah. like some disconnect there. And it's just like some of the spots I feel like they do, like it's not necessary during the match. Yeah. Like like we were talking about Nyla Rose, uh, fucking Peter Avalon came up in during that match and tried to um, interfere and then the ref did fucking nothing. hit her with a book and the ref didn't do anything about it. It's like, was yeah. that even necessary to get squashed? Like, yeah, right. you could have done that after the match when she killed both of them, so. One cool thing as we transition over to NXT that I thought was interesting on AEW was the mention of one Marty. Oh, yeah, when Jericho tweet, yeah. Or teased it. Teased uh, so it was, Oh, he said Marty. Marty yeah, uh, I was wondering. List. And then... Someone's music. Oh, that's when Luchasaurus came music out, hit. right yeah. as he was saying Marty. So that's. I mean, that that's was, it was Marty the Moth from uh, Lucha Underground. <laughs> okay. No, I mean Marty Scurll on, on AEW would be fun as hell. But like, so it, it's exciting. But at the same what time, what really sucked for him is that like all his buds are like executive vice presidents. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Me is Martin. I feel like they'd give him the Adam Page treatment though. I fuck. 
<laughs> well, like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's one of the guys. That they want to push, like, in the next year. I want, yeah. I now I only want Marty to go if Brody King comes with him. Oh, that'd be cool. Because, god damn, he's good. He's another, except I would love for Brody King to be in NXT I, I read with a, the other big boys. What, Dijakovic and like Keith Lee? Think of Brody King versus Keith Lee. All I'll say oh. is I think every anyone who's relevant in Ring of Honor right now is not going to be there when their contracts are over. Especially with how that guy just buried everyone. Oh, fucking Greg? Yeah, Greg. <laughs> His name's Greg. Oh. It's like a GM. Okay. He buried Flip Gordon. He buried Marty Scroll. He ba- buried Maria Manic. Yeah. Buried uh, Matt Taven. Matt Wait, Taven. Maria Manic, the same Maria Manic from the Teddy Hart uh-huh. video. Yep. Yeah. He. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to watch that. He said he didn't know if he wanted to re- like. So she signed a six month contract and never wrestled a match. She just came in and beat like girls up for uh, I don't even remember who for. Oh, Kelly Klein. So, like, she was basically, like, her muscle, and she would come in and beat girls up. So they wanted to re-sign her, and she didn't sign because she got a WWE tryout, and she, she didn't get signed. And then she wanted to fight in a gauge in GCW. Sick. So that happened, and then she signed back with them. But, like, there, like this text leaked of the guy Greg being like, Maria Ma- oh. Yeah, he's like, her character's intriguing, but he's like, I don't think she'll make us millions. And Jordan Grace tweeted, she's like, I'm with Maria r- right now. And she said, he's right. I won't make them millions. He <laughs> <laughs> also has the ire of the Tongans because they buried Akileo, which is Tamatonga's brother, oh. which is also Haku's son. And yeah, that is one person. He will fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I remember reading that. I didn't quite understand it. Yeah. I don't watch any Ring of Honor. Yeah. So, um, I don't think anyone who's, like, a name in the U.S. indie scene will be there anytime. Jay Lethal. Afterwards. Yeah, maybe Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal versus it. Matt Taven. Yeah. <laughs> Even though week. he buried yeah. Matt Taven and he's like, we knew we couldn't get him over no matter what we did. I was like, whoa. Damn. I want to see Vince's text. Oh, I don't. I, bet, just... I bet it's, like, weird. Every word's capitalized. Yeah. I bet so. Or, like, weirdly abbreviated to it being, like, oh, yeah. only Vince. No, no, no. He, I just imagine people. it all in caps and, like, ha, 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 after everything. And, like, he probably does, like, talk to text and, like, doesn't shut it off. And no. he's like, oh, right. wait, why is this thing still doing this? Oh, God I'm... damn it. Yeah. Oh, no. Ah! Then send. Right, like, every message ends with, like, fucking stop, send. <laughs> just, like, every every text ends with Roman versus Brock, question mark. <laughs> Okay, so before we get into NXT, okay. Where, where's my steak? <laughs> Hunter, where's my steak? I like that he probably calls him Hunter. Um, <laughs> let's get into the questions. Oh, you don't want to just do that at the end? Let's break it up a little okay. bit. Okay. Ooh, um, break up. This Party is fun time. from, of course, dear friend, Borg. Borg Corner. Did you see the one from that BB show? I did. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. So, this, cool. is, this is my personal Twitter. Okay. I was already on there. Um... We're, we have been talking a little about the Ring, Honor, Ring of Honor stuff. Um, we'll talk a little bit more. Okay. Borg, that's, that's for you. Coolest Christmas gift you ever got. Okay. Green Bay Packers tickets at Lambeau <laughs> this year or N64. Nice. Um, I have two answers for this. Um, a handy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's no. just had a hand wrapped. Look what I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope, honestly. Fuck yeah. I'd, I'd fuck with that present. Um, Getting jacked by Santa? <laughs> Jacking around the Christmas tree. 
Um, so the most memorable <laughs> gift was when I was a kid for probably seven years, I would just always for Christmas. You got a I fun would, Bible? No, I would just want a Game Boy. Oh, and my you. parents are like, no, that's stupid. We're never going to get you a Game Boy ever in your life. Every year I would ask. And then one year. You want a Game Boy? Here's you got, Monopoly. You got a Game Gear. <laughs> no, I bought one of those on my own later. <laughs> Um, Play Echo the Dolphin? No, just the Sonic 2. Oh, Game fuck Gear yeah. One. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, one year, I was like, I was just like, I all I really want is this Game Boy with Pokemon Yellow, and I want oh, it. That was my birthday. And I unwrap it. It's a special edition Pokemon Game Boy oh. with Pokemon Yellow. Mm, that's Did you cry? Nice. I was just stoked because it was, it was like seven years. This was the one. Seven years. You got it. We just running around like an idiot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But the best present I ever got, honestly, was someone I was dating bought me my first pair of Adidas Ultra Boosts. Oh. And those shoes have changed the way I walk. So they're actually very good for me. And Shout out Oster's X. I've always for that. Been, I've always been, I don't know about anything else. <laughs> I've always been a, a shoe, a sneakerhead of some sort. I am wearing a dumb pair of shoes right now that I won't talk about. I'm wearing Yeezys. I accidentally got them. How'd you accidentally? accidentally. All right. So. To, oh, there's actually a story with yes, this? Yes. In order to get Yeezys, you have to enter in the opportunity to buy them. How this works is you enter into a raffle. You give them your credit card information. I've done this five times. And I've never won them. And this time I was just like, okay, I'm not going to get them. Is it a FOMO thing? Is it what? Like fear of missing out? No, I've always wanted to pair to see if they live up to the hype. And first day, they're kind of sick. Yeah. They I thought nice. I might I thought I might um, try to resell them, but the aftermarket value isn't as good as they used to be. So when um, you enter your stuff in, did you like randomly get a charge? Like, uh-oh. No. Um, when the raffle, so like it was Black Friday when it dropped, I woke up to a message I also have the Adidas app on my phone. Yeah, um, yeah. I woke up to a notification from the Adidas app that said, congratulations, your shoes are on the way. And I was like, oh, shit. But I was also stoked because, I mean, yeah, Kanye's a fucking clown, but I've always wanted a pair of these shoes. And it looks like a Xenomorphs on my feet. Yeah, I'm so not going to lie. Like, they look sick as hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I like shoes. And I got a pair of Ultra Boost for that's Christmas awesome. once. Jenna. Um, I have two gifts. The first one, uh, my stepdad got me my first DSLR camera when I was shooting photography actively. Sick. And he would just get me new gear every year, and he supported me when I was shooting bands all the time. Um, with a gun. Yeah, with <gasps> a gun. Uh, <laughs> just murdering bands. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he was really supportive of that, so I really liked that. And then... For Christmas two years ago, Isai got me a baking apron that was made by Candice LeRae. That was probably one of my oh, cool. favorite, That's awesome. favorite gifts. It's a very thoughtful, heartfelt gift. Those yes. are the best kind. Thank you. <laughs> uh, one year, my, my little brother and I got a shared gift. Uh, that it was, was your older brother's. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, all his, all his old clothes. <laughs> Put these on! <laughs> uh, oh shit <laughs> no we got so like i can't remember who got what but in total we got a whole like uh hell in a cell um like ring setup and then like 10 action figures Damn. oh fuck yeah Damn. so we just fucked around all morning it was awesome was That's it the the, the the black and red Roz war ring 
Uh, it was it was no, it was specific Hell in a Cell ring. So it, it came with like the cage and the side apron. We did have a raw ring as well. That black and red one. Yeah, I fucking loved that ring. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, I think in my mom's house, there's still a hamper full of old action figures, which I mean to grab. For I her. have some in Ultimate Warrior suitcase. Yeah. Noise. Uh, but so that one's like really memorable, but I don't know. I got a lot of good ones. Um, what, this is just a follow up question. When is the latest that you in life played with action figures? Oh, um, so I have, uh, in my, in my, our spare room, I have like my music set up and on my speakers, I have a few action figures. And so I make, uh, John Cena and Stone Cold wrestle, uh, yesterday. <laughs> sick like like just for a couple minutes like you're just fucking around oh uh, like a couple suplexes a german or two oh yeah when's the last time like you really sat oh, down oh like, like fucking oh around. i see like like i'm like the, here comes both their entrances the, like you're booking a card like i'm booking the card oh i mean it's probably been yes man uh probably how old were you uh man i i mean probably 13 maybe so that's probably about when, like the last time i really did around 13 or so 12 I remember one day, sick. I was in high school, for about sixteen or seventeen. Are you saying you were sick, or like I remember one day? No, I was, was so sick. No, I was sick. I was home school, oh, okay. like home from school, sick, not feeling well. And then I'm like, you know what? I can only crank it so no, much. No, <laughs> exactly. Um, and it was like, you know what? I got to do this one more time. I was watching wrestling on the TV, and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do this. This is, this is it. This is gonna be the last time. Oh yeah. I got the fucking ring out. It's like it was beautiful all dusty. and like, sad. Yeah, blew it off. Got all my guys. I'm like, all right, one more round. Let's do this. Yeah, a couple hours. I'm like, all right, time to put this away. This is wow. it. That is, that's cool. I knew it was about time for me to stop playing with action figures when I started making them have sex. <laughs> you know, when you get a little bit yeah. older, you're like a you're like getting into puberty, and you're like, this is <laughs> this is different. Yeah, this is different than it used to be. Yeah, they're sixty nining. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, real quick, we're gonna pause it. We might come back. We might not. All right. Uh, you just hit stop. <laughs> We're back! Yay! We figured out our technical stuff. Technical stuff got taken care of. We're baby. in a different studio today. Yeah, we're running off different stuff. I mean, we're in the same wonderful Eavesdrop podcast studio, but in studio part due. We're working with batteries. 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 So we answered Blurg's wonderful question. Was there more to the question? Yes, there is. So the second half of this No, question... I said I already answered Blurg's question. <laughs> hey, you respect Blurg. I know. I love Blurg. All right. The I'm best... feeling feisty. All right. So the best condiment that's exclusive to a specific restaurant. Cranch. It's not at a restaurant. My mom's house is a restaurant to me. <laughs> fire sauce. Oh, that was yeah. actually the um, example. The example was fire sauce. I love fire sauce. Um, all right. This is. Let me know if this answer doesn't fly. Finger looking good sauce from KFC. No horsey sauce. Well, fuck. The real answer is cane sauce. Uh, I don't know if I've tried the cane sauce. What the fuck? You've been to Raising Cane's and you haven't had cane sauce, you I don't, coward? I don't think I have. What is it? You have not been to Raising Cane's. I have. No. Multiple times. If you haven't had the sauce, you haven't been Multiple to Cane's. Multiple times. Um, it's like, this is how I always compare it. It's like campfire sauce uh-huh. from Red Robin, but way more savory mm-hmm. and way better. It's very well balanced. It's the best sauce. We can get raisin canes next week. Hell yeah! But to try it. But this was my answer before that. 
before I, because it doesn't, I don't get canes that much. I've had it six times in my life. That's it. It's great it's every time. It's a sad, sad life. Um, and four of those times, two of each, I got it twice on two trips. That's fine. Um, okay. But Jack in the Box Oh, has, that buttermilk ranch, baby? No. Okay. They have right, Frank's Red then. Hot, but it's made specifically for them, and it's better for dipping. Is it like has like a little bit more of like the butter like buffalo flavor? Well, it's just the buffalo sauce that you get, but yeah. it's thicker and better for dipping, Ooh. and made just for Jack in the Box. It says so on the thing. It's manufactured exclusively for Jack in the Box. I I have a couple. Okay, one is mo- mostly for my nostalgia's sake, and it's the fry sauce at Hamburger Connection in Caldwell. <laughs> okay, I got you that. Um, I hate fry sauce, but I understand the yeah. nostalgia with Hamburger Connection. Yeah, and then uh, some restaurants, I don't know which ones it's exclusive to, but they don't sell it in the stores. Szechuan sauce. No, is uh, (laughs) uh, the Chipotle Tabasco. Ooh. It's really, really fucking good. It's a little smoky. It's good as hell. I need to change my answer. Szechuan sauce. We're getting more to you. Actually, barbecue and sweet and sour from McDonald's tastes so weird. Also... I love sauces. You're not a sauce sauce head. I like sauces. I don't. I don't like mayo. Um, I'm a so, sauce fish. So like any of like the mayo based sauces, I'm not about. But like I love hot sauces. That's Asian, where I go to. Oh, Asian yeah. zing at Buffalo Wild Wings is really good. Oh, that one is good. See, like it's just like really like it's just sugar, but it's good. Yeah, it's yeah, like that sweetness up front, and then like as you keep eating, you're like, oh, this is getting a little tangy. Ooh, I also love the spicy fry sauce from Boise Fry Company. Oh, I yeah. I just thought about that. Oh, that is good. Yeah. Ooh, the, the fucking... Uh, I know how that gets made. Ooh. You know how the sauce gets made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My favorite sauces are... It's so hard because it's like I like really weird stuff like... The ranch from Boise... Or, uh, no, no, no. That old pizza ranch? Yes. No. Everyone a... loves that old pizza ranch. That's mayo-based. Yeah. Isai likes that old pizza ranch. Uh, I usually get Italian dressing, but I don't hate ranch. Oh, okay. Uh, I think Gabe just goes overboard with ranch. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yes. Um, Gabe also eats his wings with ranch like a fucking coward. I, Fuck you, my, Gabe. One of my favorite sauces is like the green sauce from Enrique's. Oh, well, The tomatillo, like, salsa. See, I like... I mean, I eat Enrique's all the time. I'm going there tomorrow with my pops. If we are talking a little bit more... Ooh, the green sauce from Fiesta Chicken. The green sauce yeah. from Beto's. The green sauce from Beto's is pretty fucking good. It's it, That's my favorite green sauce that I've ever had. Oh, the red sauce from fucking Basilio's is... <laughs> oh, I had that fucking, yesterday. Oh, I love It's Basilio's. over by Broadway Bar now. Oh, was it over by Broadway Bar? Yeah. Because I, I, I it used to be over by Chuck yesterday. E. Cheese. Used to be over by Chuck E. Cheese. It's just down the street. I wonder if maybe I wonder if they have a bunch. No, it's just Basilio, dude. He goes, he does, goes and does events. Yeah, he's the man. We've, he's so yeah, cool. we've gone there twice. Oh, his <laughs> like the food week. is so good, and the red sauce is so spicy. If we're gonna be talking now about like a little bit uh, more nationally known places, yeah, I, that's what I feel. I'm just saying. I feel like that's about. what they were Fam- asking. Famous oh, okay. Dave's uh, Devil Spit. Oh, that, Devil Spit's good as hell. That barbecue sauce with that with fucking, that tangy ooh, spice. I love it. Um, hot barbecue from uh, hot barbecue from Buffalo oh, Wild Wings. Is uh, fantastic. It just tastes like McDonald's barbecue sauce, but spicy. Mm. All I know is regional sauces. I'm a regional boy. Um, yeah, I, I like a lot of like not necessarily like condiments that you get like at the place because I'll just get like a, like a hot taco sauce or like a 
we're going like I'll ketchup or like barbecue or buffalo, mm-hmm. which are more standards type sauces. I'm more of like I want to get like an art, like a secret aardvark green sauce or a secret aardvark oh, red man. sauce. Oh man, that's the one thing I, we don't have here in Idaho is aardvark sauce. I think Oregon's the only one that has. I don't know. Um, you get them at Albertsons now. Just not they, here. They have all th- they have three of them. They don't have the green though, and the that's our favorite. So we have to order it off Amazon. Yum! Yeah. I, I do that habanero one so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I like that question. I like thinking about food. Yeah, it's I'm hungry. It's it's uh, I love sauces. I love dipping. You know, one time I went to Matador Happy Hour, and all we got was stuff to dip. Oh, you stick your fucking nasty fingers in there? <laughs> yeah. Just like. Um, no, we got, uh, chips. Okay, well, that's not what you said. <laughs> you said you just got stuff to dip. <laughs> just, just makes it seem like you went to, like, the melting pot or something. Yeah, right? Just licking fondue, getting kicked out of the fucking Ooh. melting pot? Should I do that? That sounds dumb. Let's talk about dips. The queso from, uh, Chili's. The skillet queso. It's great. better than it has any business being. Everything at Chili's is better than it has any business being. I've never been to a Chili's I stand in my Chili's. Life. Really? Never been to Ch- Chili's in my I'm life. I'm a Chili's head. You know what? I've fuck been... Applebee's. Go to Chili's. You know what I've been craving recently? What? Shitty Applebee's happy hour. Oh, fuck. She never wants to go. I don't like Applebee's. It sucks, but I want yeah. to go and they maybe we'll Baron Corbin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right, so that baseball show. Shout out my mountain. Shout out Jimmy Bowman. Hello, guys. Hi. Um, if you made a Drew McIntyre talking doll, oh, no. what other phrases would he say besides Roman, Mr. McMahon, and I'm going to hurt you? Drew! Yeah, there would just be a very elongated Drew. Um, you're, the, you're the past and I'm the future. It's the, not going to be RKO out of nowhere. It's going to be Claymore out of nowhere. sticks out. In my head was like last year WrestleMania time where those wrestlers did that Jimmy uh, Fallon spot where they read like promos written by kids. Oh, I, yeah. I remember Drew's perfectly. He comes out into the fucking smoke filled like studio and he goes, "I'm gonna stick my toes so far up your butt you'll be, or like, I'm gonna stick my foot so far up your butt you'll be pooping or you'll be spitting toes for a week." Um, he'll say, uh, "Donkey." Oh yeah, um, get in my belly. I'm Drew McIntyre, and this is me talking. <laughs> I couldn't talk about the Scottish psychopath in Zach's absence without mentioning Shrek. Um, what else would he say? I love that question. I just know three, just like different like shades of. Drew. I want I want him to say other wrestlers' things in his accent. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm that's Johnny funny. freaking wrestling. <laughs> It's time to play the game. <laughs> um, Hell yeah. Oh, man. I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> sexy Drew. I'm not your boy toy. Boy Drew. I'm just a sexy Drew. I would love that. Yeah, I want him singing theme songs. Oh, man. Man. Your time is up. My time is now. You can't see me. My time's Drew. <laughs> Where life is basic Drewonomics. <laughs> I want him to say, put your hair up and square up. Put oh. your hair up and you square up with the Scottish psychopath. You know, it would be scary if he said it. I'm going to put my hair up and square up. It's time for you to feel the glow. <laughs> 
<laughs> he says girl bye. Girl boy. I'm a I'm a hugger. If you if you like if you like Wendy's, why don't you try Subway once in a while? I just want him Hell yeah. I'm sorry for your ears if this is bad. I'm not sorry at all. Neither am I. Sorry, not sorry. Have a nice day. Yeah. There it is. That's true. And that's the bottom line. Three said so. Don't get I would have it programmed so like like you press the button or pull the string or whatever and it says it's thing, but then like five minutes later, it's just like <laughs> Get out of my swamp. Don't get <laughs> See, I just want it to be a, a repurposed Shrek doll. But it, so it just says things Shrek would say, but it looks like Drew McIntyre. Oh, that would be They great. took all the so they the circle. Oh, that's a nasty fart. <laughs> oh, I got there, yeah. Or however the fuck. Dude, Shrek is all full of poop and fart jokes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what kids Boy, you're going to want to let that on air out. <laughs> I don't even know what you said. I'm not going to want to go in there for another five minutes. I'll blew it up. All right. <laughs> There's Drew McIntyre. Dree. Is that all we got? Yeah. I love Drew. I'd love Drew-related questions. Yeah, that's that, that's that's fair. I I also love Drew-related questions. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Uh, Drew McIntyre. My PowerPoint presentation. It's a new fly zone. And Drew Lawrence. Drew Lawn, Grant's friend. Yeah. Nice guy. Um, all right, should we talk about NXT now? Let's fucking NXT. Do it. Well, I just pulled up the card because I just it's worth talking about all of it. Killian Dane versus Pete Dunne. So I went back and watched this because we were getting food beforehand. When Jenna got off work a little bit later than food. usual, and so from um, the taco truck, yeah, from the taco truck, Basilio, Basilio, yes. Um, and so I went back and watched it, and I found out how because I saw Pete Dunne lost. I'm like, oh, what happened? He put him in a fucking sleeper and he fell asleep, but on top of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, the, I know what they're trying to do and protect both of them. Um, I think P- uh, Pete Dunn's really good, and I think this match just didn't hit in that next gear that it needs to. Well, but and they've wrestled each other so many times recently too. Yeah. So it's like, I love Pete Dunn, but I gotta say, I I would like to a little. I I I don't know. I would like to to see him less for a minute, just. Because I feel like he is such an impactful wrestler. Yeah. That it it we've been seeing him like weekly, which is great, but at the same time it's I don't He should know. be kind of booked like a monster. He feels like a little bit of a, a special attraction. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um Keith Lee confronted the Undisputed Era. Dude, Keith Lee I think is gonna fucking Keith Lee is making the most of his fucking like he's a he hit, Yeah, there's some like lightning strike struck and, and Keith Lee is fucking It's all Vince. Vince, Vince likes loves him. him. Yeah. I think Keith is going to win that. in my glory. <laughs> oh, bask in his glory. Bro. <laughs> Do unto others. More like Drew unto others. <laughs> Drew unto um, others. I, yeah, Keith Lee's just fantastic. He's really just starting to hit on all cylinders. He's going to win that triple threat match. I think so. I, I think so as well. 
which kind of sucks. I think he's going to lose to Adam Cole, baby. Baby. But because uh, the end game is obviously Tommaso versus Cole. Yeah, and I I, I would not be so, surprised to see Keith Lee in this year's Royal Rumble, and then uh, I don't know. What are they building with Balor then? Is it Balor Champa? Balor Champa to go to be- then Champa. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the triple threat. Duh. Yeah, we got a couple months with Pape, so that's true. They're they're elongating some feuds. It makes sense, and it like all works together. It's very cohesive. There's definite points where they're need they're needing mm-hmm. to get, and just being, and you don't have to have surprises at every turn. Sometimes you want that story to develop just the way you're seeing it. Yeah, right. You're like, ah, fuck yeah, like that's the way it should go. Yeah, yeah. logic fucking is wild, right? Mm-hmm. All right, what happened next? Uh, Shayna beat Zaylee. I missed it. Um, I don't remember a ton of it, but I love Shayna. She's very good at her job. She's great. Shayna's really good at her character. She's a great worker in her style. Mm -hmm. I Um, just don't know if her style's going to get over on the main roster. It's just Brock, but good. Well, but that that was a bad thing to say. Well, Brock is great at what he does. Right, he is Thank great. You. But like, if you if you look at the pool of talent, it's just different. Like, I feel like she thrives on NXT because she is the dominant factor. But I, I also don't know how that's going to translate to. We have well, these big stars like the Four Horsewomen, or like she's other, part of the Four Horsewomen. Well, okay. See, that's I think that's the only reason thing that's going to save her on the main roster is Horsewomen versus Horsewomen. I but, hope she do, like she needs to go up, but like, I think part of like what's gonna hold her back up there is like, oh, it's Ronda Rousey's friend. Yeah, and I mean she's what they wanted Ronda Rousey to be, but better. Like, but I do think that she will get lost when she's not on top. She's gonna get lost. Yeah, I just I I don't know if her <clears throat> style is gonna translate to the main roster yeah. fans. Well, I mean, so Nicole isn't translating. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, she was just a hobbyist, right? <laughs> But no, like I like you have like Charlotte who does like the moonsault and has that stuff. You have like Bailey who's like a very solid professional wrestler. So like having like that like style, like I understand like what you're saying. I think the thing is just with NXT, like all those women have worked with Shayna so much, they can adapt to her style with the main roster, like I feel like Shayna's best when people adapt to her style, not when she adapts to other people's style. Yeah, and, and like, I think yeah. that's gonna be the big issue. And then especially if she has to like no offense, but like it gets fucking programmed with like Lacey Evans or like a Dana Brooke. Right. Mm-hmm. No offense, Dana Brooke. She's getting better. But I'm just saying. She's using the Batista bomb now. Yeah, she's getting that Batista bomb. Oh, did she? Did she use it? Yeah. Damn. On main event. She's also getting that Batista bomb. <laughs> yeah. Who needs a Hallmark movie? Um. Yeah, D- Batista and Dana Brooke are horny on main if you're missing out. And it's great. Then it's like all legit, like legit too. It is. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna smash if they haven't already. Like smashed. they're doing it as a. Joke. That sounded like a Jersey Shore line. Like <laughs> no, we're gonna, gonna smash tonight. <laughs> it's like they're doing it as a joke, but they're both serious. This that rocks. I think I think like it starts out as a little bit of a joke, but like kind of like dipping your toe in, like half joking, like oh we should do this, and it's like oh yeah we should. It's like wait you actually want to? They're like yeah sure. Yeah, what are their DMs like? Oh. I bet they're very professional. Sure. Hello, hello, Miss Dana Brooke. <laughs> Would you? How you doing, Miss Miss Dana? Just like, Dana so, like a, a real Southern gentleman. <laughs> well, how you do there, Miss Dana? How you doing, Dana? <laughs> oh, Dana, I'm so horny for you. I'm just a sexy dream. <laughs> but he's just like, hello. Would you? Would you like to? I'll be your boy, toy Dana. <laughs> 
Would you like to join me for dinner sometime, Miss Brooke? And she's like, that's not my real name. <laughs> Rick David. <laughs> he would have Googled it first. I didn't. Uh, the Forgotten Sons beat uh, Adrian Alanis and Leon Ruff. R-U-F-F. Um, we, we turned off the TV as soon as their music hit. I yeah. really... Yeah, we flipped the channel. <laughs> yeah. I, it's like I... I did my dishes. Yeah, the Forgotten Sons don't others. do anything for me. Yeah. I, I enter this like whole other world where it's like, I know I'm watching, but I'm not retaining anything. Yeah. It's like I it I couldn't tell you like any of their finishing moves or like tag either. moves or like anything. I just know Jackson Riker's big. Yeah. Yeah, I know nothing about them. I don't give a and fuck. And he doesn't about even them. wrestle. Like he's just like like their hype man yeah, basically. He's like but he's like the biggest one out of them all. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one I want to see wrestle. Uh fuck you, Wesley Blake. No, I'm kidding. We had a match scheduled, uh Dakota Kai versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, Dakota Kai's um, intro is yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Did no. you saw it? Oh, best, no? best fucking <laughs> Tron ever. So you explain it. So it's literally like, like she has like a generic new song, whatever. It's like this but, metaphor song. But her Titan Trons, just the clip of her uh, slamming the door on uh, Tegan Knox's knee oh, in, nice. black and in black and white, and it just repeats. But like you hear Tegan Knox screaming over the music, oh, and that's, that's so, her intro. That's so. It's cool. so good. It's like. They took a fucking loser, like yeah. someone they were ruining, and they did that on purpose. Right, right. And made her so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. for all the geeking out that they did, it's just like, oh, this payoff is satisfying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get that match. I'll show you satisfying. <laughs> I think they're saving it for when Rhea wins the title. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they want to elevate Dakota, like, while she's on this high. More mm. like Drew Kodakai. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it ended up Shayna or Mia Yim came out and just oh beat yeah, the shit I saw that. I did yeah. see that. Mm. There's a, a little brawl. Then Shayna came out and attacked Rhea Ripley, and, and Rhea was beating her and the horsewomen up, and then yeah. uh, they all got her. they got the upper hand. And yep. I, I like the fact that like they didn't make her look like a geek like Rhea. Like she was fucking fighting hard, just like the numbers game got to her, and even then, like she was still fighting everything. So. It just makes Shayna scary. Shayna like it makes Shayna look strong, like she's gonna fucking do whatever, uh, like just do whatever it takes. Like even with her friends there, it makes Rhea look like a fucking badass because she's just going in, just like fucking full dogging. So yeah, yeah. Um, we had a very special return. Oh no! The, oh no! The, the greatest the, British wrestler ever yeah. to live. Oh yeah, the wrestling genius. <laughs> I I love it because like they show him. Like uh, in a promo, and he's just like walking into full sale. He's like, I've been on an excursion over in the UK. I'm the best British wrestler ever. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the wrestling genius. And I'm like, he's back. Because they're kind of hyping the World's Collide that's going to happen Royal oh, Rumble weekend. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And also, probably just because he's there, but like they take him to every taping because he, I think, is like a player coach over there. Sure. And uh, and yeah. now think think of the people on NXT. Who would you want to see Cash Ono have a match with? Walter. Walter, yeah, Matt. No, no, I mean, Matt didn't watch it. Matt didn't watch it. So who do you think he had a match with? Well, I saw... I saw. Oh, you saw that? Okay. I, wow. What? You lied to us then. What do you mean I lied? You said that you didn't watch anything. I never said that. I said I was bouncing back and no, forth. No, you said you didn't watch anything downstairs. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Jenna, is that, isn't that what he said? You're I making, don't remember, honestly. <laughs> I did, well, you're making stuff up. And you're saying... What What was the other one that I didn't like somebody? He's, he uh, also... Colby I, Lopez. He I hates think Colby Lopez. Fine. I think he's I fine. Hate Kobe Lopez. <laughs> um, he fought Matt Riddle. Yeah, he was yeah. sick. 
Yeah. Bro. Bro. They're so good. I love Cassius Ono. Chris Hero is one of the fucking best. Matt Riddle is one of the fucking best. Matt Riddle, one with the bro Derek. And they just hurt each other. I love Matt, Matt Riddle and him hitting each other for real. Mm-hmm. I still can't and probably will never get behind that move being called the bro Derek because it's the weirdest dated reference. <laughs> it is. That doesn't but make any fucking sense. I, I like it. Because it has my name in it. I like... Well, okay. Wait, I'm, so I do you hate what? Matt you know Riddle? What? I love Matt Riddle. And he hates Colby Lopez. I love Matt Riddle. I don't like bro Derek. <laughs> but I do... Now that you said that... You don't like my bro Derek? I like your bro Derek. <laughs> I Younger? And now that you said that, I'll look at it different. I'll stop thinking of Bo Derek, the fucking 80s sex icon. Uh, and then, I'm a sex icon. <laughs> oh, it's more like Drew Derek. Um... Bro, Druick. Um, but that didn't work as well. You know, I do. I like Drew Derek. But you it. gotta try, or you never know. But now I'll think of you when I hear Bro Derek, and that'll make me happy. Yeah, my name's not used very much, so it makes me happy when I see. You it. have a whole line of appliances. <laughs> That's my last name. Oh, okay. And like, no one is just like, oh, I'm going to go use my Oster blender. I would if I had one. Oh, cool. We have the Oster waffle maker. We do. Say, oh, nice. I say it's yours. Making I waffles. Need... I really, waffles. really... <laughs> I really need to figure out. It's one of the ones that does the little turny thing, too. I love yeah. those. Like hotel style. I love hotel waffles. I... We take a little bit to talk about hotel waffles. I just... I want to be... We don't have enough time, but I would love to talk about hotel waffles. <laughs> I would like to talk about a good continental breakfast. Oh, fuck. I'm all about a good... I will wake up, even if like, I'm hungover. Yeah, me too. Or anything like... It's time to get some breakfast. I'll eat shit I don't normally eat for breakfast, like an apple. I like if you have it there, I'm like, well, there's like a Danish, an apple, banana. Yeah. Like, I'm like, well, who am I to say? Little no? mini muffin, the like, driest muffin you'll ever. Yeah, eat. the driest yeah. muffin. Oh the, yeah, I'll a little bowl muffin. of fucking frosted flakes. Like yeah, shitty, oh, shitty sausage. And the like, waffle you make yourself that you takes forever and you hold everyone up. Oh, like, the, this is my waffle. It's the yeah. best waffle. Egg, egg patties, if you're lucky. I'm gonna say the sketchiest scrambled eggs. The weird ass like bacon that's like my you know it's microwaves yeah oh yeah oh um, love it I need to go to stay at a hotel yeah <laughs> um we need to go spend forty dollars at a fucking <laughs> go get a brunch I'm gonna go stay at a hotel for fifty yeah, get continental breakfast yeah. worth it uh Kushida's great he fought Cameron Grimes oh I love the way that like it was gonna be Raul Mendoza and then. Fucking Cameron Grimes just runs over and does his double stomp. Man, I literally blinked and I was like, oh, Cameron Grimes is here. <laughs> yeah. He is fast. I also love the finish of that. It was a roll up and like they both were surprised. So yeah. it doesn't make them look like geeks. I Together, they're really good. I think that they can have another great match if they give them a lot more time. Yeah. But this was just like, it's just a little teaser. It's a little sample. It's a slider. Yeah. With the full burger. Yeah. Um. Tommy Ciampa. Keith Lee and Don Dijon, the Mustard Boy, defeated the Undisputed Era. Uh, there was oh, one yeah. part before the match went on when they were like setting up this whole thing earlier where I love Kyle O'Reilly is talking to uh, Keith Lee and he, he like leans over to Roddy and he's like, oh, it's Keith Lee. He went toe to toe with Roman Reigns and lost. <laughs> <laughs> the Undisputed Era need to have live mics on them at all time. Kyle O'Reilly needs a In podcast. In the ring. Oh, because even like Roddy, like when he was... Um, fighting uh, Dijakovic in there. He's like, fish your eyes, dork! Dork! <laughs> yeah. Like, and Bobby Fish always says really funny stuff. Bobby Fish is hilarious. Have Adam you heard Cole... him on ENC? Uh, oh, Bob yeah. Fish? On his, on, oh, he's so funny. Jerk Jackson? <laughs> yeah. Adam Cole just ends up yelling, Kyle! Kyle! <laughs> um, yeah, I love 
I love Undisputed. I love all six life. of those guys. <laughs> I love that they got away oh, from yeah. the white oh, nationalist yeah. Dijakovic. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good pivot. Like, you know what? This isn't going to work. I'm saying he wants to purify. It's, Let's just make him like a fucking big, strong guy. Yeah. It's funny how different characters translate. So my friend Mira moved in with me, and so she like has been watching wrestling with me a lot. She watched uh, TakeOver with me, and she didn't care about Undisputed Era. She didn't care. Um, she thought, uh, God, what was the match? Shana, Adam Cole's hot. Oh, she thought the War Games match was sick. <laughs> she saw Keith Lee and was like, this guy. This is the one I love. And She's was right. so stoked on Keith Lee. And then when he came out... Uh, oh, bask in his glory. When he came... When, last night, she's like... She always asks backstory about these people. She's like, who's that? Oh, that's weird. Um, who's that? And I tried to explain Don, Donovan... Donovan... Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, he's had seven names in the last year. It's so hard to put him, keep him straight. I, I just want to call him Donovan Dijak. I just that's I, why me I, too. That makes so much sense. That's why I call him Mustard Boy. I'm a fucking indie Mark. That's why I call him Mustard Boy. But I was trying to explain his character, and I was like, he is the Russian from Massachusetts because his name's that's definitely Russian, right? That's something. Dijako. I fucking don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I actually think his parents are like immigrants from. So I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Like Eastern European. I mean, if they lived in Massachusetts, probably. Yeah. Um. He doesn't necessarily even have a backstory. Just like he's just big and mean. Yeah. And he's tall. just big and he can do fun stuff that Keith, big guys can't do. I think do. Keith Lee is just a little more charismatic, and then the stuff he does is so impressive. He's a lot more charismatic because he looks. He looks like a fat man, but and he's not. He has abs though. Yes. Yeah. yeah you, abs. you see like a sixer through <laughs> yeah. the. Yeah. Through his gut. Like, he's not fat, but he's like... But, like, he... It, he's uh, thick. He's he thick. Yeah. But... Not Brunson Reed thick. That's no, a different thick. No, also, that's resident thick boy. Hell yeah. Okay, I didn't know he was only 32, though. Oh, yeah, he's young as fuck. Oh. He won the so Ring of Honor top prop. <laughs> I like how that's young in wrestling now. It is! <laughs> What's well, my age, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Asuka and Shayna are both <clears throat> almost 40. Yeah. Shayna's almost 40. Wow. Kyle's way older than I thought he looked. Kyle's like 32. I thought he was older than that. I thought he was like 36, but I no. could be wrong. Adam Cole's young. I could probably, like, I think your age. Bobby Fish is the one that's like a Adam Cole is not 28 years old. Adam Cole is Yeah, uh, he's like, I think baby. I want to say 30. Yeah, maybe. I'm not <coughs> know, he's young. Adam Cole is a baby. Oh, he's a little baby. I love that. That's uh, a dumb joke for Don Dijon did a cool move in that match. Where uh, he did several cool moves, but for like everyone's on the outside fighting, he's in the ring, comes oh. up to the top rope, and then just does it's this like spiral, just sp- like puts his arms out like Jesus Christ on the cross, and fucking corkscrews his way down that there. No one fucking caught him for. I was like, good lord, nobody caught him at all. Keith Lee was down there. Yeah, yeah, like he was waiting for Keith Lee to get down there, and like I don't know, that seems weird for undisputed not to catch somebody. Well, the, well he's after, so much bigger. After it should have been. It, it, after yeah. uh, Kyle dropped Bob Fish, they just don't have the confidence anymore. Well, it was a bad throw. Like the Alley Cat Strike fucking thing. The made for TV movie? All right, Alley so Cat we Strike? got breaking news from the Iron Sheik. Oh. You want to go ahead and read it? In yes. Drew's voice. <laughs> you do it in Drew's nope. voice. No, you. You haven't <laughs> done me. it. Not me. It is a dip. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Wait, I didn't Wait, what did he say? He said, here's a tip. Go fuck yourself. I love the Iron Sheik's uh, social media presence. Sheiky baby. His nephew? 
His nephew, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Big Joe responded, and he said, Please do me a favor. Quit cursing. He wrote that in all caps. My kids, they are 7, 5, and 2. Follow you on Twitter. And my five-year-old tonight told the waitress your exact tweet leaving the restaurant. Grow up, man. In all caps. Who said that? Okay, but... Who's but Big Joe? Whose two-year-old has know. a Twitter? I don't know. He's verified, though. Wait, Big Joe? Wait, who the fuck is Big Joe? Is it I don't Fat know. Joe? No, because that's what I thought at first. I'm like, oh, why is Fat Joe telling him yeah, that? Yeah, right. But like, wait, why is your two year old following him on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, right. There's so many questions. It's, some, it's not Samoa Joe, is it? No, it just says Big Joe on the go, and he's verified. It's probably just some fucking fucking Todd Chrisley ass nobody. I don't know. <laughs> Um, he apparently <clears throat> is a three-time Emmy award-winning anchor on the news. Oh, get oh. out of here, news! On the NBC National News. Ew, news dork, <laughs> dork. <laughs> fuck you, Big Joe. I hope you listen. Yeah, hey, Big Joe. How about here's a tip: go fuck yourself <laughs> and, and keep your children off the internet. It's your two-year-olds off Twitter. Yeah, if your two-year-olds on Twitter, go fuck yourself. <laughs> hey, Big Joe, go fuck yourself. <laughs> From Drew, <laughs> Drew said it. Cheeky baby and drip. I'll claim all your two-year-old. I'll claim all your dink off. If a five-year-old was looking at his phone and then looked at me and saying, "Hey, here's a tip: go fuck yourself." To the waitress, I, I would give that kid a high five. Honestly, like, fuck yeah, dude, if a little right. kid tells me to go fuck myself, I'm like, "You're, dude, you're right. I'm a piece of shit." I would give that child a high five if yeah. they were saying it. If it was directed towards me, go fuck yourself. Okay, so then the match is breaking down. Fucking Finn Balor runs in, kicks the ref. Yeah, he just fucking drop kicks that ref like a fucking bullet. And, he, and he's beating up everybody, and he's lining up fucking old AC there for the fucking uh, for the shotgun drop kick again. Mm-hmm. And Keith Lee just like emerges out of nowhere and like what, what are the best I love gifts? that I love those cinematic like pop-ups that that <laughs> NXT specifically is so good at where it's just like out of nowhere you just see like someone rise up and then Keith Lee just fucking grabs him and whacks him he fucking kills him get, hits him with a big spear bomb you think it's gonna end with Adam Cole hitting that fucking um last shot um fucking shining wizard Are but he- no he doesn't fucking hits him he gets him into his fucking jackhammer move Pins him one, two, three. Clean. Clean in the fucking middle of the ring. What's his move? Mm-hmm. And so then Regal comes out and it's like, it's all games, all games. <laughs> and he's like, Finn Balor versus Tommaso Champer versus Keith Lee next week. Winner fights Adam Cole on the 18th for the title. So 18th's a big one because they're going to be off for Christmas, which is the next week from there. Nice. And so there's... Uh, and then, like, the next week is going to be, um, was it January 1st? So, it's not going to be the biggest show mm-hmm. either. So, there it is. Give a big boy. I, yeah, I, I think Keith is going to go on to that match, and I think it's going to be Keith versus uh, Cole, and it's going to be really fun. And I think Cole's going to get the win. Sure. Um, I think they're going to keep Keith pretty hot, because it's probably going to be a lot of, like, a schmoz. Maybe Bobby Fish comes out and gets his revenge. It'll be a good way to give him a little rest. Dude's fucking 40 and getting killed. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited for the 18th because they also announced Shayna versus Rhea. And I think Mia versus fucking, uh, what's her name? Decoder. Decoder Kai. Decoder Kai. That was a cool thing about that match. I thought that like the person from Australia and the person from New Zealand were supposed to fight each other with Rhea and Dakota. 
Yeah, and so like kind of like some of the things that we had talked about before is like just the differences in between shows. Like this show like flowed so well. There's intertwining storylines. There's just a lot of stuff that was happening that at the end like they built up for next week. They built up for weeks later. They built up for like the big show. They built up for fucking takeover. They're they're building everything and everything's so cohesive. They yeah. built up the big show. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it's the big show. The big three. Going back to last summer. When something happened and Alistair Black was pulled out, they they made a whole storyline. Yeah, around they it. made a they made a storyline about it. I don't. I'm beginning to think that when Zelina Vega gets pregnant, it's cats. Oh God! Because they have so many cats in their house. They have. That sounds cats. really weird. I was hoping that episode of NXT where Bailey took everyone out backstage. They were going to do the whole thing they did with the Alistair Black angle, where yeah. they're like, "Who did it?" I do like <laughs> uh, like the fucking like weird backstage footage. Yeah, they like zoom in on everyone hanging out like it was, outside. It was. <laughs> it's like the red the red yarn. Yeah. yeah, but like going back to that, they like they pulled a story out of their ass, and it was entertaining. It was funny, and really good, <laughs> yeah. and like. They figured out how to write Alistair off, but keep him around. Like they made it make sense. It's a they do a really good job of keeping everything just super logical, and there's like a story that they have. So when one part maybe goes a little awry, it's easier to pivot because they have a destination in mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. and their women's division is so fucking good. Like, like AEW like is proud of their women's division that you don't see. And the NXT just like everyone that has been on TV recently, for the most part, is great. I just like too that they like this like all the storylines like they intertwine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they're all different. It's like you can have Shayna and Rhea fighting for the title, but it also makes sense of Dakota and Candice are fighting, or like mm-hmm. Mia and Dakota. T- huh? Yeah, make me and Mia and Dakota and stuff. Of, like, Mia and, like, Tegan went against, like, the horse girls, you know? Like, yeah. it's just, like, it, everything makes sense. Yeah, and then, like, you were th- talking about downstairs um, and everything. That's like, the women's division in NXT, like, it feels different and it feels good because ev- there's, like, different, more relatable characters. And, yeah. like, they, the ratings and everything, um, NXT got the 12 to 34-year-old, like, female demographic. They also got the 18 to 34-year-old just people demographic. They won in the ratings, which they've never won before. Mm. Um, there was only 6,000-person just difference in general. Yeah. But like, one of the reasons that Jenna was talking about downstairs was there's a lot more well, relatable women, and it's like the women they're are going to want to watch that. They're all so different. It's not like... Like, when you watch the main roster and, like, you watch the Survivor Series team and it's just like, oh, there's, like, three or four, like, super fit, tall, like, blondes. It's like, you have, uh, you have, like, Mia Yim. She's, like, like the more, like, street one, like, the hip-hop aesthetic. You sure. have You have Tegan Knox, who's, like, the pop-punk yeah. girl. Like, you know, like, you have Candice, like, she's, like, the scrappy, tough blonde. Like, you have Shayna Baszler, who's just, like, fucking badass. But it's just, like, none of them feel like... It's not, it's not like, oh, like, that person's, like, a model. Like, I wouldn't yeah. be able to relate to them. So you have that younger female demographic because of that. And it's, like, you have so many different, um, just, like, different types of people represented. And that's the thing. It feels like they're really good at, at, at taking a character, at taking a, a person and being, like, all right, let's let's get to the root of your personality. And how can we translate that to an audience? Right. Because no one feels, especially in NXT, none of them feel... 
um, none of the wrestlers in general, but especially in the women's division, like it all feels very genuine. Like mm-hmm. these people are just themselves out there, and that's what people get behind. And that's where because that's, that's like where Mia Yim started hitting was like when they gave her like she was the HBIC before, but then like when they gave her like her backstory and like gave her all that and like let her get a mic and talk. It's like oh okay, then like it really responded well with the crowd. Was that like mm-hmm. it's like oh it's like an extension of herself. Well, well and, and then like, we oh sorry, isn't Stephanie, that, isn't that why Eddie got over like? Oh, I know, I know. Eddie was best. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Eddie was super he was, charismatic. He was playing it up, but like he was, well, he was also like the first of his kind, right? Like the first. I mean, Eddie was in the league first, all his own for sure. One of the first like Mexican wrestlers in WWE to yeah. like make it for sure. Um, so maybe that's a bad comparison, but like I feel like the stuff I've watched from him has felt super honest and not scripted. Especially when he was going for the title, like, yeah. it, it became really personal and like, like babyface Eddie. I yeah. guess, yeah, yeah. But just with NXT, I think too, like. Like I said, you have Mia Yim. She's, like, black and Korean. So, like, someone who's mixed could relate to her. Yeah. You have, like, even, like, Rhea Ripley. She's white, but she's Australian. So you have, like, girls from Australia, like, And she watching. gets in the pit. Yeah, you have Tegan Knox, like, from the UK, you know? Like, so it's just, like, all these women have different backgrounds. And it's just, like, I could understand why they would have that high demographic. And well, then, like, they have, like, Bianca Belair. She's, like an insane athlete and yeah. she's yeah. black and it's like they're not just playing up that she is just like a person of color. like no they're playing up that she's a fucking insane athlete, athlete and she's yeah. so strong she's this this and that and that representation she doesn't super put up with anyone's shit like yeah. yeah and you have the best bad guy for them to thwart like Shayna Baszler is terrifying yeah that's the, that's the model that really really works where it's like you have the dominating champ and then you have a bunch of people trying you know Fighting for on that both spot. side of the the, the yeah. fence too, like good guy, bad guy, yeah. whatever. They're both vying for the spot, and it's mm-hmm. like, and then so those are where the real the stories really shine. And then they get the opportunity to go up against Shayna, and it's like, is this going to work? It's it's perfect wrestling storytelling. And they like, they made that template. title feel important because I think we were talking about this the other day. There hasn't been that many champions. Mm-hmm. You've had uh, Paige, Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, Sasha, Bailey, Oscar, Oscar. Um, Ember. Ember Moon Shayna Shayna Kyrie Shayna so nine yes. different reigns and NXT's been going since what 2013 mm-hmm. so six years nine reigns yeah that's it and two yeah. of them are the same person yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah she is the first two time mm-hmm. yep and so essentially only what seven people then have held the title eight or eight people yeah mm-hmm. I can bad at math <laughs> eight people have held the title Mm-hmm. In like six years, going on seven years, it makes it feel like it's important. Mm-hmm. It's not hot shotted. Like no offense to like Aaliyah, but like she's never been champion. <laughs> it's R- not right, like right. the like the SmackDown title where they're like, "Here, we'll throw you a bone." Here's like, Carmella hey, for yeah, six yeah, everyone, months. Yeah, everyone gets a turn. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. makes it feel important. They make the wrestlers feel important. They give them backstories. They do those really sweet promo packages. Like they did this one for Kushida. Like, it was awesome. Like, and it's like how he's fighting for his family now. Mm-hmm. He has a a newborn and his wife, and he's like, "I'm he's making a better, so I'm making a better life for them." And this is why I'm fighting now. It just gives you that little extra. I remember when they did the Roderick Strong ones, and even though now, even though now he's a bad guy, like it just it it gives you that little extra layer. It gives you a piece of that person, which makes you want to tune in and root for them instead of just saying, "Hey, she's a dentist." Well, and their whole creative team, like whoever. It's one writer, Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels, and Road Dogg. Well, whoever decided 
to use that footage from War Games as Dakota Kai's mute that video. Fucking fantastic. That's that's <laughs> one of the best ideas because like yeah, that's a highlight reel is sick, but that is sick. Well, too, it makes her stand out because no one has graphics yeah. anymore in their oh, yeah. thing. Like it's just like text of their yeah. name. So it's yeah. just like automatically it's something different, but it's just like Putting in, like, this is why I hate this girl. Like, yeah. you know, like, if you were watching right. for the first time, and it's you're the, like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah, totally. It's the same thing with EO, too. Like, when her entrance hits, it's like, this, oh, she's special. Yeah. Like, even if you had never watched before, you're like, okay, she is somebody to, to watch. Mm-hmm. And then you see that moonsault, and you're like, oh, she yeah. is special. Uh, yeah. Actually, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it was, good. it was a real good time. It's my favorite show on television. It's the best. Because you're not watching uh, Watchmen on HBO, baby. I'm wearing a Matt Riddle shirt and Jenna. Jenna's wearing a Rio Ripley shirt, so I think we like NXT. (laughs) (laughs) I have been watching Righteous Gemstones. Oh, it's so funny. It's so good. I've been told I need to watch that. It's so so funny. Did you grow up religious? No. Okay, that's why I love it, because I love anything making fun of it. It's a megachurch, but it's also John Goodman playing a really interesting, like, big, like, multifaceted character Danny McBride being Danny McBride which mm-hmm. is always great dude Adam Devine is Adam so Devine, funny but like he's playing Adam Devine but a little different mm-hmm. there's a tiny little differences and the women in the show are great Every, mm-hmm. uh, it's hilarious if um, you have HBO check out Righteous Gems yeah it's great I have two episodes left I can't wait to oh, finish it oh dude it's good yeah um yeah uh anything else we want to talk about before we wrap this guy up nah Anything you want to talk about, Jenna? Nope, I'm good. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to talk about a lot of stuff. But oh, okay. You guys won't let me. It's too hot. <laughs> what do you want? It's to unsanctionable. Let's talk about inside. hotel breakfast again. I want to talk about hotel breakfast. No, I can go on about hotel. <laughs> I want to talk about the song "Hotel California" by the Eagles. It I fucking sucks. hate that song. There's two songs. There's two songs. Let's talk my- about the William Hung cover from American Idol. Oh, dude, she bangs, she bangs. Oh, baby, but she moves, she moves. Let's talk about the one weird guy from 98 Degrees. No, I Nick really. Lachey? I no. do know the the one guy who looks like he's like 40. Oh. <laughs> I do want to have this conversation. Let's tell talk about me, LFO. What? Tell me about your two songs that you hate. <laughs> the light, funky ones. No, LFO, two guys from them died of cancer. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I did But not he know. fell in love with a girl on TV. Yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> um, so, two songs that I've always, like, from the second I heard them, I'm just like, I fucking hate this. Are we going to bond right now? Is Hotel California by the Eagles. Okay. And the other one is More Than Words by Extreme. Oh, okay. I fucking... I thought you were going to say Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. I mean, I don't love "Don't Stop Believing," but it's it, it's not one of those songs that hit my ears, and I was like, "Whatever this is, fuck this." <laughs> you can't be a, like a band called Extreme and like that's like your big yeah. hit. Oh, you got it! Shut the fuck up, Extreme. <laughs> you know that that guy from Extreme was the third singer of Van Halen. Hmm. You know a lot about Extreme. <laughs> or does he know a lot about Van Halen? Oh, uh, Tyler Osgood oh. has been a close friend for years. Okay. That, makes sense. that makes sense. All right. We're done. Happy Rusev Thanks Day. for listening. Razzle Boys 316 says, Kiss your mom. Eat the long burger. Oh, donkey. Jizz. <laughs>